0: Welcome to 263TCP, another new episode, and today we're finally going to be previewing the Countdown Cup, as well as talking about the recent roster moves and other related drama that happened, and uh, I feel like there's plenty of it. We've backed it up plenty well. Some of it feels a little bit old now, but you know, it's just been that long. There's just been uh, a lot of, I I don't even, we can't even call it off-season, just like stage break stuff happening, where... Teams are making moves, and their final moves because this is roster we're post roster deadline now. So, well, I guess it can't be the final moves because you could still get contenders people. But I mean, uh, <laughs> I feel like we we're you'll you'll start to scrape the barrel a little bit there. Maybe we can discuss the quality of some of the contenders pickups uh, in in a short while. But yeah, look, we're about to hit the countdown cup guys, and the new patch details finally officially dropped.
1: Yes.
2: Really? Uh- it's been a weirdly, like, busy news week with, you know, Kiriko coming out. Like, we talked about last show and yeah, a lot of these, these roster moves. And then obviously, we have another stage coming up. So, yeah, should be some, some fun times ahead.
3: I was so prepared for you to pivot into, like, Twitch drama or something. Like, give us the, the heel turn there. Or, like, I, I was trying to anticipate it and not be fooled, and then you didn't Actually, have a heel turn, well, and now debate. I am
2: still fooled. Yeah, see, you you, you
0: have to vary it up. You have to vary it up. You, if you if you think I'm going to do it every time, then you're going to get too used to it. And the <laughs> real the real smart play is to legitimately vary it up. Where I just don't even do it. Yeah. So um, I used to play mediated. Among Us. Shoot the
2: up. You don't know.
3: So this is really the new Among Us,
0: if we're being honest. This is no, how it the works.
2: Only, the only sussy person here is you. Okay, I don't hate on Avril's mix-up game. All
0: right, I've actually just not even really paid attention to the Twitch drama. I can't be bothered. Same. Like, it's all so. <laughs> it's yeah, also, fair. I don't know, man. Like, it's Good it's no getting titles. to the level of of like Hollywood TMZ. Like, who's yeah. breaking up with whom? Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I couldn't care about their personal relationships or who's dating who and all that. Like, it's just so boring. I don't. Yeah that like this is that's like peak parasocial relationship I don't know like,
1: It's really uh, powerful right to
0: me
3: like it's like we had this parasocial? circuitry to like keep sort of like our Dunbar number one hundred and fifty person trial in in check and like oh did you hear like this guy with this guy and like oh, da, da, da. and then that's how you policed your little tribe and now it's just like, it doesn't, it, it is 90% of it's just malicious Tell what, garbage.
0: Tell you what though, now uh, now that it's yeah, it's proven that, uh, you know, Twitch can actually get on top of the whole gambling thing if people, if enough people are outraged by it, uh, all we need now is some drama to happen within the, the hot tubs and chatterbait category, and then suddenly we can start cracking down on the softcore port on, on, on Twitch as well. That'd be really good. So you just need some some drama to happen there. You know, someone has to, someone has to do something illegal, and then, uh, then yeah, you know, something something will go down, and then finally Twitch will have to address it. It's it's, so nice. it's it's so weird that
3: we always need like the system to break in order for us to start fixing instead of preemptively doing it. You know,
0: well Twitch likes to pretend they care about issues, but uh, what they care about is making money and. Uh, it's only when the money, it's only when like shit hits the fan that's like, oh, well, I guess uh, we have to do something about it. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the woman that had sex on stream and therefore
3: is the peak accelerationist that brought, made it. I like f- that
0: there was only a one week ban, by the way. That was, that's hilarious. <laughs> like that's only a one week ban. And there's like people that do far less that get like way harsher bans or like it's based, more stuff. Kind of based. Yeah. And then that person can come back after their week vacation and be like five to ten times as big of a streamer as they were before they got banned. So the lesson learned here is like unironically do something fucked up like that on stream and then actually and then profit. Question mark, question mark, question mark, profit. That's actually that's actually the reality of the situation. I love that. That's the world we live in. Do you know who also got fucked?
1: Junker Queen. True.
3: Based. 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 Jotes is dead. Jotes is dead. Shit's super dead. Like someone tried it, right? Like someone tried to run Junker Queen, immediately got slapped. I think it wasn't that in Uh
0: No, we did see it in Contenders. We did see it trying to be run in contenders. Uh in the Imagine a Ryan brawler composition, but you're just playing the Junker Queen instead of the Ryan. Mm. And I can I can sort of see how that could work. But obviously it's just not as effective. It's just, it has issues, right? And so it's not that amazing. And to no one's surprise, it did not win. It uh, was not good. Yeah. So. Based. Good news. Yes, because trying to, because trying to talk about things out of order though. Right. We're going to talk about the patch notes really deep into the episode. So deep that we're going to run out of time. We're going to get to the four hour mark. Like guys, we don't have time for Preds or patch notes today. That's going to have to be saved for another emergency episode. We're so. actually
3: going to talk uh, about it so deep that we're going to get a seven-day Twitch ban.
0: So what's what's actually going to happen is I think we'll spend one hour talking about Jeff Goodman and then one hour talking oh about Christ. just taking a Charge. Oh, no. And then... Not Jeff! Maybe another hour talking about Glister retiring and then we'll have to speed through the Spark news and Arns and maybe No Hill and then we will run out of time and can't do Preds uh, or Pash knows. Okay. I think that's probably the correct pathway. And if we deviate from that, I will bring us back onto that exact pathway that I just mentioned. And I'll, I will have the clock open. If we don't spend at least an hour talking about just picking the charge, um, then I'm going to repeatedly bring us back to picking the charge until we hit that one hour mark. <laughs> can we... Against everyone's will. Can we... Okay, I'm going to paint the picture, right?
2: You're, You're really shitty at painting, but go ahead. You,
3: <laughs> I am. You walk under a bridge... In the middle of the night in Los Angeles.
0: That's a scary place. You see it's a guy holding
3: a, a a little, you know, carton cut out. I don't like With the letter on it. Uh-huh. Will design oh WoW encounters for lunch.
2: Was <laughs> that Ghost Crawler?
3: And it's actually Goodman. What's his first name? <laughs> Jeff. Jeff. Good. Jeff Goodman. And this is why that I now that I've that I've painted this picture in your mind after him mm. being let go, we can now <laughs> call the episode title Fields Goodman.
2: I'll put it down. <laughs> boy, howdy is that fucking reach?
3: How, how is that a uh... reach, Yeah. Now, now you. Kind of have to redesign the it's thumbnail. It's at least...
0: <laughs> <laughs> that punchline was not worth a five no, minutes. No no, no, no,
3: no.
2: Um, not the slightest. That, the, the
3: pro- my, my problem is I'm I'm running legitimately on like 15% of the processing power available to my brain at usually like, let's say 10 a.m. And therefore, like you're getting gamer brain Jiska most of the time.
2: That's that's the that's the best, Jiska. That's the best well, like unhinged, deranged Jiska.
3: Well, I'm still filtering a little bit. Otherwise, you know, like. Let's. I'm gonna true. I'm going to get us pants real
0: quick. Let's start talking about the good man. 263, brought to you by Everlivis Battle Battlecry, Refine Bean, Bronze Bob Picasso, Chris R34444, Cash 67, LolShin, porkshop Sammy, Rex A, Volomolsman, Nuts, the YouTube members, Ice Ham Jello, William Jesse, Vishman, Fileman6, AK, and Chris R. Uh, this one came out of nowhere in some ways. I believe the initial leak on this one, of course, it came from Metro. Um, I don't know if it was really... I mean, you could you could say it's a leak. I don't feel like this was, like, some ND8 information. But Metro had just casually mentioned on stream. It's like, yeah, so, you know, like, a, there's been a lot of mem- development stuff changing. A lot of the Overwatch 1 guys are gone, and, oh, yeah, but I think Jeff Goodman might be gone, too. And everyone's like, huh? Because no one heard about no one, no one publicly had heard about that. So that was the first anyone heard about it. That started that clip started circulating around social media. um, that eventually, uh, made its way to articles and all the rest. So it's another one of the like the really really old guys. Jeff Goodman's been there since before Overwatch One's launch. He he's been there since Project Titan actually. So yeah, um, and. Supposedly, uh, this had been happening over the year. So, the PC Gamer article actually... And by the way, I I always find it funny that PC Gamer only ever does anything related to Overwatch 2 when it's something negative. Anyway. um, The lead hero design behind Overwatch huge roster characters left Blizzard, made the decision to leave Blizzard earlier this year, apparently. Now, uh, earlier this year, could have been, we have another note here, last public appearance by Goodman was in a group interview with press in June. Um, I was actually in um one of those super secret private meetings that happen sometimes behind the scenes about Overwatch, and Jeff Goodman was, was presenting some stuff there, so like, uh, you know, I've, I've had some like very brief interaction with Jeff Goodman. Um, always seemed very knowledgeable and someone that knows his job really well and has obviously just been there from the start. Um and I feel I can't remember the exact date, but that feels like it wasn't that long ago. Um if I try and think back really hard about uh, when that kind of happened, like I'm pretty sure even yeah, like June, July I still saw him. That actually does line up. This June date that they were talking about, so I don't know how long it's been since Goodman's actually been gone, whether that's like a recent thing or not. But um, supposedly there's also a job listing for lead hero designer for Overwatch, so it all kind of lines up. They don't have a replacement yet. Uh, I don't really know what's going to happen in that uh, in the direction of all the hero kind of stuff. And we also, by the way, got a got a report um from Blizzard that. From Aaron Keller, who's saying they've or- they're already playtesting the hero they intend to release in season eight, so they're very far ahead in the hero development area of the game.
1: Mm. Yeah,
2: all. I mean, it's not a good thing when your your lead hero designer leaves your company. Obviously, that's not like a yeah. sign of
0: strength. But not, but not necessarily a bad thing. Either, yeah, depending it, on I which mean, way you look Turnover at. is
2: is at least in my opinion is pretty neutral. Obviously, it's not a good thing, but just you know people shifting jobs and moving to a different company it's it's not a terrible thing um especially when like avril's saying like you're so ahead of the process right you have some buffer time in between like now and the next hero um and obviously they you know they've even publicly said in the past that they have like a ton of ideas and always you know workshopping different heroes and some get a little bit more um fleshed out than other ideas and some ideas get kind of hemorrhaged and patched work into other ideas so it's I don't know. It surprised me that this like got as much traction as it did just in like an hour neck of the woods. I understand like general gaming like definitely picks up on this and and talks about it and, you know, credit to them for milking a stone. But um,
0: yeah, I don't know. PCgamer.com habitual stone milkers.
2: (laughs) I I just don't. I I don't know. Like, yeah, cool. Like the the lead hero dev left like. uh, Okay. I don't know it. Uh, I don't understand the communities like somehow like. Like rage, because I'm, I'm also hearing like stirrings of like people like running these narratives of like, oh, well, Goodman was was in charge of all the things that we hate about Overwatch. And it's like,
0: yeah. How do you know? Yeah, then, How then do then you know? I mean, shouldn't they be happy? Shouldn't they be pleased that he's gone then? Why I, are they outraged?
2: I think that they, I think. Eventually they are, but like they're outraged because people are saying that he is. And then they're like, I I don't know. I don't know either way if he was or wasn't. But for my money, I have to assume that one person can't be in charge of everything that you hate ever. Right. Like that seems like a really odd like soapbox to get on. Um, So that's that's a very odd uh, talking point from uh, from a, a Reddit standpoint. I'll say that. Yeah. People I, mean,
0: don't, I don't know that I don't know that people know how to react to this because it doesn't to me it's just one of those things that really the correct way to react to be like, okay. Yeah.
2: I think it that's happens.
0: people whatever. Happens. Like yeah. Because you don't know. No one knows yeah. what the impact actually is. Uh I mean, like I said, there's so far ahead in here in development now anyway, mm-hmm. it's like what's is is it good or bad? I don't know that it's, I don't know that it's good or bad. Yeah, I think yeah. it it just simply exists. Straight neutral. Yeah.
3: Yep. There's there's just no like of course you can, you know, manufacture both like, oh, my God, this is such an influential fligger and non- another one jumping da- uh, off the ship, but also you can equally say, like, the new direction is to pump out heroes at frequent speeds, and this is a guy that has been part of a team that, you know, it took forever to get mm-hmm. stuff done. So, like, whatever direction you want to interpret it, I promise you to, you don't have enough in- information in order to
0: yes. make any I mean, case. And even pumping out heroes at any... Anything- any faster or slower pace than before? To be fair, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. To be fair, it's f- the same pace.
3: Same pace, so. if you don't count the three, as where they didn't do anything. <laughs> but <laughs> right. Um, yeah, no. I think uh once again, like this is this is always such a like this is in a way judging this is like voting for coach of the year because you sure as fuck <laughs> also don't know
2: what
0: happens
3: yeah. in the coaching room. <laughs> I Ba- fucking clue.
2: Ba- basically
0: but the, but the meta th- the meta thing is yes, Kay, everyone everyone thinks they do everyone do True. everyone does actually think they know something about what, what countries mean? do which is why they also feel like they know exactly what Jeff Goodman did or didn't do I I this feel like you thing. should
3: you should just give him the Dennis Her welcome award just cause like
0: just... Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Goodman
2: Yeah Jeff Goodman's got a cute cat I was planning on I was planning I
0: was going I was planning to give it to Proper just because uh I in my mind he's I think he should just get every single award. So based. <laughs> so true listy. <Yeah>. <laughs> for no other uh, reason than like just give everything to him is what I was going by. We're
3: in a we're in a scary time for proper. I feel like you know when and Uber has also very accurately like pointed this out, where it's like if you're on top for too long, people will just hate your guts yeah, for no reason. They're just fatigued. <sighs> Now the the proper hate train is is currently going on, and it's like it's not good
0: towards award season. Like you maybe do that in playoffs or something. Doesn't fucking matter. What is the, what is the community vote count for again? It's like less than it's twenty five percent or less. Yeah, yeah but seventy five percent comes from like <laughs> people actually know what they're talking about. So yeah, who gives a fuck at this rate? It doesn't really matter. Like yeah even if literally every single fan didn't vote for and they will because like i think it's still at least half of them still are on the yeah, train yeah. and all the shock ones definitely are for obvious reasons um like i'm pretty sure like it's he's going to sweep it from from the the perspective of like uh, the other voters in terms of team staff yeah. league staff journalists etc so yeah to anyway. be fair like i'm still
3: hurt from season one because the people that should yeah, know you me me
2: every every minute
3: i'm could. i'm just saying zero I zero nominations should, for should, profit three for agilities
0: i think we should retroactively give that one to proper yes sure yeah i'm here for that yeah, yeah. i don't actually remember if he, he was even playing over 2018 it doesn't really matter. I'll assume he was. He uh, was probably really like loosely Just assembled anyway.
3: protein in a dairy aisle at that time. But
0: yeah. yeah, I don't know. Just who cares? Not like not even born yet. Just give it to him. Uh, who cares? Um. So cool. Jeff Goodman departed. I uh, literally don't know what, how 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 much the good and the bad came with I see what you did there. him. Uh, it's. All I know is that well, actually, I mean, I don't even my own personal anecdote on it, it probably doesn't even matter anyway, because like like I said, it's just my interactions with him were so brief. Sure. Um, the thing is, by you
3: sharing this, the public now has about three hundred percent more information on Jeff Goodman.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's better. <laughs> I, than just But I didn't I even expecting. share anything. I I shared <laughs> well, re- realistically, he was a meeting as well. He wasn't a I was meeting. Like, yeah, I, I encountered him in a meeting, and he seemed like a knowledgeable guy who's yeah, who was good? I I don't know. Like that doesn't even mean anything. I don't I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I truly have no idea. So, yeah, it's it's uh, it's just another opportunity where where we are sitting there like, man, people are either dooming or celebrating, and uh, both probably don't have any reasons to actually do those things. But uh, internet, gone to internet. So, what was the next thing on board? I guess we talk about. No hill season, no hill off season. True. Uh, Yesker in his mind's right now is like, bro, how much do I say? Um, Yeah. So I'll give you a moment to deliberate how much you want to say about it. So I'll just go over the facts first and foremost, and then you can just, and then you can figure it out later. Yeah. Uh, So No Hill had a. He's he put out a tweet, which this is by the way rare from any staff member or player or anybody from Asia or the Chinese community. Mm-hmm. But uh, Nohill actually had has a Twitter, and he actually put out a tweet. He goes, Hello, Nohill from the Valiant. After enough communication, I, re- I regret to say, I have to be back to my university to, to complete my last year. It's my pleasure to build the new Valiant in this season because of the boys 100% trust in me. But for many reasons, I can't take care of the whole team well that we didn't play as well as we could. I don't want to discuss or explain more details because to the difficulties or hardships we actually face at the moment, because our colleagues and players respect and support me a lot, and I'm sorry for my mistakes in the season, but please understand the uncontrollable situation could make everything bad, though here's something extremely unprofessional didn't happen, but most of us are trying to take it all in and keep going. Okay, English is obviously not his first language. Anyway, Ruhi will help us to complete in stage four. Though we're all back to our university, but please keep support him and our team. We don't provide the care that a professional team should give to our boys, so everyone suffers a lot. I promise it'll never happen again in my team. Finally, pretty thanks to all those who support us, especially the Overwatch League, who help us a lot to let us still be here. And then in some other tweet he he posted, um, someone's like, oh no, will you ever come back? And he's like, I will come back next year. So, No Hill's like, still... Fairly keen to return to the overwatch league, maybe in maybe in twenty twenty three season mm-hmm. pending um so a couple of things here that uh, were also revealed from revealed it was kind of stated by No Hill. Uh, some of it was subtweeting. Some of it is like in a more literal sense, but he had essentially been kind of get, running himself into debt. He was running him supposedly he was running himself and his family into debt. By trying to keep the the team financially supported, like he was paying out of his own pocket for things. Um. Sorry, you know, like D Pay might not have medical insurance or a jersey. Holy fuck! Apparently, Noah was just paying for this team because we this this is a continuation of the LGE drama from yeah. a while, not even a while back now, from a couple weeks back where we were we were informed we being everyone was informed that uh. LGE were not paying the team and the team wasn't getting paid Yeah, and we now, we are now also learning that Noah was offsetting a lot of that cost personally and to great personal loss mm-hmm. so yeah his contract's officially run out because also his contract was only signed for exactly one year and he signed August last year in the off season or whatever and and now his his contract has just run out and he's like alright I'm going back to university and they're not He's not signing back with the Valiant. Maybe the Valiant don't want him back. I have no idea. But he's, he's gone for the rest of this year. I mean, this is
3: one of the... This is actually fucking nuts. And yes. a a complete bankruptcy of the Overwatch League that this has been able to continue as long as, as it has been. Mm-hmm. you got to get your shit together, guys. Like, this is absolutely untenable, what happened there. Um... Like it's a it's a franchise league, and you're making it look like a tier three team. I I thought this shit ha- stopped happening, like, and died with Toronto Esports or some shit. You know, like this. Not to is, be
0: confused with Toronto Defiant, right? Not to be
3: confused. Different. Yes. Um. I mean, I, I, for A, I expect this to be a completely different situation. Hopefully for Immortals. Um. They they have to change their up their plan. There's no way you you're going to continue the partnership with LGE LG, with the way this season has gone. It's just untenable. Um, I think whatever like whatever you think the budget was for Paris Eternal, it's worse yeah. for
0: for uh, Valiant. And it's which means it's under minimum. It's below minimum is what that means,
2: right, which means that it's like nearing, if not like in like in accordance or or how 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 do you actually say that? What's like the opposite of in accordance with Against you know what I mean? Like against, I suppose there's probably a
0: better word, but like out, yeah, <laughs> out accordance out yeah out accordance?
2: This is it's not within the guidelines that the Overwatch League has set for their teams. And we've obviously talked about this previously, but the more and more information that comes out, obviously, um, you know, no, hill kind of divulging a little bit of personal information here. Um, The more and more you hear about, the more and more it. It it feels like there needs to be actual action taken um, from the league. Granted, it's not. An easy move or there's not like a clear path to just being like kill immortals, remove LGE. It's like it's not that easy, but. I don't know what else you need to hear for this to like not. Really expedite things along, it sounds like there are people being exposed actively- to what though. I don't know the logistics or the legalities of this. So I hate to tap out and say not my job, but also not my job. All I can say is that something has to change.
0: I'm I'm just, I'm just trying to get an idea. Like what, what is the resolution? What is the action? What is the, again,
2: if I had, if I knew, you know, the actual inner workings of this, maybe I could come up with an idea, but like, it's probably detrimental to actually speculate on any kind of resolution. Um, Look, but. I know that something has to change.
3: Look, like, if your players don't receive their salaries on time in accordance to the league minimum, you find them. You have to. Find who? Immortals or LGE? Uh, Immortals, and if Immortals wants to get the money back from LGE because LGE hasn't, in good faith, uh, used the provided funds for the players, then there's probably some legal case there. But you got to apply pressure somewhere. You, like, you can't let people just go uh, without a salary for several months, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's not something you can do in a franchise league with that kind of buy-in and uh, that t- type of... Uh, yes, like, we're it's all downsized and whatnot, and we sh- should probably not even use those comparisons to prior, you know, aspirations anymore. But, like, again, this is not a Tier 3 esport in some, like, you know warehouse where we are like trying to host a LAN or something we're mm-hmm. like a serious esports league with big contracts and this is just the bare minimum That uh the minimum contract like this is i it's int- interesting very interesting to me that something like the salary cap is a concern of the DOJ yeah when the contracts not being upheld i don't know how the uj would look upon that if that was also to be part of the investigation i don't know why you play with that type of shit like with the possibility of making it worse in in that regard um
1: it's just
0: hard to say i still just don't know who the who the who the victim is and who the players uh well, I'm talking about it from the perspective of like, you know, who 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 actually got played here? It's like, I, in some mm. ways, is, did Immortals get played? Are they the that's ones a, that that's a good are question. kind of victims Great here as question. well? Because it's like, LG fucked them, right? I, I, yeah. my, my perspective is Would like, have to assume. I think that's I think LG fucked them. So it's like, so so if that's the case, then it's like, I, and we talked about this last time. I'm like,
1: yeah,
0: chasing down Immortals is almost like, you know, you're you're going after the wrong guy. Is is kind of what it is as well, from my perspective. You're going after Um, the run
3: guy, but the guy, like, if if your if your team does garbage, then the guy at the top of the organization is loses his job, right? Like, if your government does garbage, then you as a president take the fall. In in an ideal case, in in a sane society,
0: that's what they that (laughs) works. (laughs) You just blame the other party, right? Isn't that how it works?
1: Right.
3: Uh, like, but you guys, you guys uh, get the idea. No, there has to know, be it some. Yeah.
0: It was, it was Nancy Pelosi. It was her fault. Clearly, there's no, there's no strategy. Yeah. Um. So. Like, like what Immortals has to, they, they have to pursue legal action as LG. I mean, I think. I, I don't know what the
3: resolution is. Bottom line is, players need to get paid. That's yeah. the absolute minimum. Players all have to get paid. Players don't have to do all the shenanigans where that mm. uh, players have to like divide their salary in order to uh, get someone else on, on the team. Players okay. like um, deserve to have full time contracts and not do this rolling thirty day garbage that right. should like I understand the entire intention around thirty day mm-hmm. contracts how they can be used to, you know, fill needs. Maybe one of your starters, maybe you want to be budget, one of your starters gets sick, you need a solution, you hire someone on a 30-day, that's all fine and dandy with me. The idea of rolling 30 days is unreal to me. Like, that's, I'm sorry, that's saving at the wrong uh, end of, of things. And um, this is something really the league has to reconsider here.
0: Like sorry. Yeah.
2: Because there's, they're the only party that actually knows what's going on, and it would it would shock me, and it would be kind of appalling if they didn't, right? So like, they, they I have. Like, the I feel like
0: they work. didn't. I feel like they didn't know what was going on unless we're talking about different things. I feel like they didn't know what was going on. I think now they have way to. too long. They do now, but this way yes. went on for way too long. Agreed. Long enough that clearly the lead didn't know. What was going on? Or oh, they did know and didn't take action. I don't know which one. Um, so, the, sort of end the discussion on it. Uh, you know, I think a while back people were like, "Oh man, is No Hill scamming his players to pay for Marvel or whatever, whatever?" Now it turns out No Hill was the one getting scammed because he's just paying. He's just paying out of pocket. Certainly he's actually paying just paying it himself. <laughs> he he probably whatever his salary was for this team, he probably lost money. He probably like paid out of his own salary and then some because apparently he's in debt.
2: He's in debt. Yeah.
0: So. Damn, dude! Like, I feel bad. I feel really bad for this guy. Terrible,
2: yeah. And I mean, like, even even going past like the legal and like financial ramifications of this move. Yep. Now you have a team that was kind of just led like as a flagship, like focal point of this team. I go back to the off season, and I'm like, it's no hill season, baby. Everybody's just you know excited to see what the Valiant can do because they know what this coach has done in the past, and now they don't have that coach. So He's now, now it's best. like. No, one hundred percent, and yeah. and this is this is no shade to him, but I'm looking at the team's performances, and you know, coming into the end of the season, it's like you don't have the Honestly, focal leader, and it's like, is that gonna? I have to assume it's I, a detriment to the performance
0: under no? under under the context of Noah Hill and the team being financially screwed over for most of the season. I'm impressed they got any wins. So I'm impressed they I'm impressed yeah. they did anything at all. I'm impressed they took as many teams as many quality teams two map fives as they did under the constraints they were on uh, that 100%. they were faced with yeah that's actually an incredible achievement it is to, it to look at to, it from the other perspective
2: it speaks to his strength as a coach and like i guess the point here that i'm trying to make is that like without no hill now not only is this like a financial burden is like, not only this is logistic and like maybe even a legal burden but like even coming from a performance perspective coming into the end of the season like the mastermind of your team just isn't there anymore. Like this is uh, not a good. Say,
0: book. You know, if it wasn't for the fact that I'm planning on giving proper coach of the year, I think No Hill <laughs> should be in that discussion. Yeah. Like, yeah, because, um, but anyway, like joke, all jokes aside, actually, you just any, actually,
1: any...
3: give him the densa worker award for just like nurturing some boys through tough yeah. times. But like, this is something maybe that we also eventually need to talk about, and this isn't just a No Hill discussion because it's starting to slide into dangerous territories for quite some teams maybe there Uh-oh. should also be a discussion on protecting coaches maybe mm-hmm. there should be a discussion of yeah. making uh, a mandatory amount of coaches and giving them a mandatory amount of salary that probably should be comparable to the minimum salary of Over the here. the players yeah. I know you don't have leverage not right now, right? Like, you're not making money, the YouTube deal is running out, whatnot.
0: Asking the teams to pay some more money. Decency. Yeah. Some uh... <laughs> some regular
3: decency and, like, proper decorum. Like, come on. Is it really worth losing your humanity over over the 50k you pay more than a uh, year? Like, yeah. fuck it. It's know.
2: definitely not to completely, you know, flesh that out. But it has felt for a long time, and I think this is more esports in general, is that like coaches don't have any protection and like players have little to no protection now. So it's, you know, open season, but especially in the past, like if a team was underperforming you, it was just expected that the coach leaves because the teams could. That's a that's a change you could make without much, you know, pushback or any kind of, you know. Contractual disputes. That's it's just you're gone. That, Adios. See ya. <clears throat> the
3: The coach salary discrepancy is the widest payment discrepancy in the entire league. There are 10x really? situations where the lowest head coach is paid a tenth of the top salary. Mm. That shouldn't happen. I'm sorry.
2: I think it's. Uh, oh God, that is that is a really interesting subject. I, mean, so I won't. I won't continue. I'm sorry.
0: Well, okay. Uh, I was going to add something there. I think I'll save it as we <laughs> will move on to um, any further. Like, why? Well, you know, what, I'm not even going to prompt it. Yes, you've uh, had the time to speak on anything you want to speak on regarding the Valiant now. So uh, the rest be buried no, away until.
2: I'm proud of us for not getting sunlocked. We, we we trinketed the kidney, we didn't get blinded. Like, good on us. We didn't get cheap shotted. Well
1: done.
0: Next on the list is so we're going to stay within the pack. We're going to stay in the pack here. We're going to talk about The Spark. They have decided to add two new players to their playing roster. Mm-hmm. Teru from Team Diamond, also formerly of the Vancouver Titans, and Neko, who is their assistant coach, now on to a player position as well both of these players will be playing support uh, i think a lot of people don't realize that terry made a role swap terry made a role swap yes. after leaving vancouver he is now playing support flex support specifically uh mm-hmm. neko is playing main support so some shit went down in the break between summer showdown and now um there was a video released by the spark that is on their youtube channel uh, hung joe spark you can check it out um, where Chang'un head coach and I think, team supervisor slash manager Anu uh, basically spoke to the, the fans, the public, about their decision-making, um, their thoughts and blah, 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 behind-the-scenes kind of information about why they made these changes. The summary of which is that they felt they were having some sort of internal issues regarding how the supports were working with the team, just basically difficulties they experienced during the Summer Showdown overall. They went one in five, so they had a very, very really? poor Summer Showdown compared to midseason season Madness where they had a pretty decent result, all things considered. Um, and they noted they were having some issues with the supports, lack of confidence, some um, potential communication issues, and they wanted to bring in more supports to the lineup, to alleviate some of those issues, um, and also, in their words, bring some level of competition internally against their own supports, so that they have more options to choose between. Which I can I, I can respect and I can understand because sure. uh, you know if you there's a couple of ways to read into this, uh, a couple of interpretations. Uh, one is that. Are Super Rich and Irony having problems with the team? When I say problems with the team, I mean, like, problems outside of the game. Like, are they are, are there some internal issues relating to behavior or, I don't know, motivation, practice, all those kind of things? I, for some reason, my mind always goes back to Yveltal as, like, the prime example of, like, you know, these Chinese team support player. Or it could be any player. It doesn't have to be support, but just, like, some sort of internal thing going on and teams are trying to fuck around and juggle different players to make up for it. Um, They're clearly feeling like having only two supports on the team wasn't enough. They could have just gone for a third, but they've actually gone for four because they want both the support positions under pressure from competition to get benched is, is my takeaway from this.
2: Yeah, and I think that underlines the... The kind of operative statement here that like there were there was internal discourse. And if that's the case, which I think it seems like it is, um, you have to bring in new players to kind of, you know, at least have a coherent team environment, Um, which I don't hate. But it also just doesn't like inspire a lot of confidence in me. I, I can't like I can look on like Liquipedia and tell you how long Terror has been playing Flex support. But like. <sighs> Again, like that also doesn't inspire a lot of faith for me. I think Neko, on the other hand, could bring like a veteran's voice. He's obviously played in the league before, been quite good in the league before, um, and obviously has, has had some success um, in Contenders Korea. But I, I don't know. It, it's another one of those like I'll believe it when I see it type of spark, you know, moments where I don't know. It, it, it's just so tough to like and this is this was the season too that it was it was so close to being right um and and maybe this is the solution but i what do you say Uh, hopefully this fixes things and hopefully they can get back on the mend because like they have so many and i I hate to like just bring up narratives that we established in the the preseason but like they have so many stars on this team that like this should be a competitive roster um so hopefully this fixes it, I hope. Dude, this
3: is. <laughs> hey, man, like that it. this is one of those moves where it's really hard to just like not pop off because I, I actually don't have much information. But this is, this sounds like the usual spark garbage it's like you once again have one of the most stacked rosters in the league and let's call a spade a spade it's one of the most stacked rosters in the league like you have dudes like pineapple benchwarm right like the 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 depth of your dps roster is legitimately like top 3 what the fuck is going on that that like you're pulling some clown shit in your backline in stage 4 like after You've demonstrated that you've not been able to build a team environment that can play together as a team. And all mm-hmm. prior success was apparently uh built on like Alpha Yi go kill or Shy Go Kill. <laughs> Come on, man. Like
2: Okay. I'll 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 defend the spark here for a moment. It's not like Pineapple's gonna like bench shy. And like that's the only person you can like reasonably see him play over. And that's just not gonna happen, right? Like he is a redundancy for like odd metas and if Shy is sick. That's it. Yes.
0: What can I say though? Like, is is this a bad call from the Spark? Because it's like
2: No, it's not you
0: you could you could you could you could could read it from the perspective why would it be frustrating though? Because you can read it from the perspective of it being like, Well, they're trying to improve, they're trying to do something to fix the team. Isn't that positive? Is that a good thing? Would you would would people rather this team not do anything? No, if they if they're losing and not not if they're losing or having problems is the right corner just fucking do nothing like, i don't know shouldn't this be good news i
2: i to me it, i think this would be viewed a lot differently i think for me at least the the vector here that i'm like most confused by is signing tarot who is like a relatively new flex support player coming into a a region that like is quite talented and i think even a league that is quite talented at that position so I don't expect him to be like an all star. I don't expect them to just sit on their hands and go, "Well, I guess we'll go next season." The frustration with this org is that it's the same song and dance every year. They have the roster on paper, but it's just a complete mismanagement. And then they have to pivot mid season, and it never works out. And they just kind of like should, should they not pivot the gutter. No, it's not that they shouldn't pivot. Is they should just pull their head out of their pants and like try to like re like not reinvent. But like reorient their roster building process because something isn't working and that's, it's been the sounds, same since like season an off two.
0: Season. That sounds like an off season thing though. That sounds like a 2022 is now finished and now we are doing this again for 2023 kind of solution. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm saying for now though, for this current decision, like these are two separate things. Like, yeah, they probably should address how they're building a roster again mm-hmm. going to next season, but for now, I personally don't see this as a bad thing for the spark. I think if they are having issues with the super agent irony, mm-hmm. keeping them both on and just expecting things to improve, I think that's fine. 100%. That's, as well. that's completely,
2: yeah. That's, my, that's dumb. My thing is, I just don't think this inspires a lot of confidence. Like, yes, cha- mm-hmm. you have to make changes. I agree. It doesn't,
0: it doesn't inspire confidence because it's obvious something's going wrong. They, they're basically admitting something's yeah. fucked up right now. That's what they're admitting. Yeah. yeah. But I, but I respect that they're admitting that and doing something about it. That's what I respect.
2: I can respect. I, I can. I can. And I,
0: I, I, and I don't know that it's gonna work out. I'm not saying it's gonna work out, but I'm respecting that they're trying. Is what I'm saying.
2: I, I can meet you there. The thing is, that, like,
3: in order to get there, there's still th- like two things that just seem like so bad about this. One, why is it for the nth season once again necessary for the spark to find some solution to bad team culture or? Like a lack of ability to work together as a team. Why is it always an implosion in this franchise? How have you not found an underlying so- solution here? That's that's the first thing. And then why the fuck is it Neko and Taru,
0: dude? Well, I can I can I maybe mean, speak to that a little bit. Okay, yeah. Taro is a little bit harder for me to explain. And Neko is already that a, a coach on the roster. So there's a couple... Yeah. So first of all, financially... Um I think it makes more sense for Neko to just like transfer his contract to a player contract, but his salary doesn't change. Or like his mm-hmm. his his compensation doesn't change. So you're not actually paying him more money you, like from a, from a financials perspective. You've basically just added a player for free that didn't exist previously, right? Um and they clearly trust him because also in the video, they did state that they tried Neko and Scrim's and he was pretty good. He's good enough that they trust him to be a player on the team. Should he need a start, that's just, that's essentially. I'm paraphrasing. That's essentially what they said. So <laughs> you know, they what trust would be him funny? enough to
3: actually play him. What? What would be funny is that they really what they did was they wanted to run a second squad. And they, of course, didn't have backup supports, so they just like went like, hey, Taro, you want to, you know, be like one of us trial bots? And he's like, yeah, sure, I can play support. I don't think
0: that's the worst idea. I think, and then I think-
3: Neko if- is also, and then that, the B team won against the A team, and everyone's like, "What's going on? <laughs> something like, it, something crazy on the, like, on the order of magnitude of this sh- must have happened in order for this to make sense. Maybe I don't, it's some, cra- I don't think
0: it's crazy. I don't think it's crazy to have ten players and r- literally run two versions of your from sure. playing against teams each other. Some teams are playing that. Like doing from, that well. inter- from internally, though, that's actually insane for practice internally. Um, True. It, it it does also screw over five players in some ways, but uh, it, we don't have to get into that. Fuel is still um, in it, right?
3: Rascal and Ada playing uh, for the B team. And it's are apparent, they? Yeah. Are uh, you leaking? No, no, that's known. That's is that official.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. used to me.
3: No, I'm sorry. Are you joking? Right. I can't. I can't. No, tell I'm not. I'm not capping. You're... I'm not capping. Right, Aid and Rascal are playing in like the uh Fuels B, B team. team and the B team. Like Hanbin talked about it because he said like uh, Fearless is also practicing like Junker Queen there and he's just more a more aggressive Junker Queen and they decide like he's just as good, but he Hanben is like a a better stylistic choice and that's why they're going with right. them. And they right, found right. that out basically running the B team and uh, Rascal and Aids are uh, playing supports for the B-, B team. Sure, too. interesting. They
0: still right. got I it. it. I think that's yeah. I this. So again, I think that's smart as fuck to have like coaches that are still good enough to play that you can actually effectively run a, B- a way, way to, to use scripts. player coaches. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you know, unfortunately for the Houston Outlaws, their team size isn't big enough to include Jake. But uh, I'm so, that, what I'm trying to say is, even with Jake, and they don't have enough players to do internals. I because going back to the terror point, mm. I actually think it's not that far fetched to imagine that scenario either that that you described, Yiska. Given that it seems like they've had a lot of time playing either with or against terror. Now, something that is pretty common that everyone should know if you don't realize yet, is that the APAC teams thoroughly scrim against contenders teams from Korea, China, whatever, for additional practice to widen their scrim pool. That is a very important factor, and that is especially important for teams like the Fusion, which have an academy squad in T1. So effectively, we talk about having internal scrims and having 10 players splitting up into A and B teams. Fusion can just do that with their academy team. Uh, And in previous... In previous years, you know, Seoul could do it with Genji and Shanghai could do that with Team CC, and Spark could do that with Billy Billy. Guangzhou do have uh, Ultra Prime, but I don't know how many members. Maybe they could do it with Ultra Prime. I don't know. Um. So yeah, it's it's maybe Spark had a lot of scrim practice versus Team Diamond. Maybe that was a very regular partner for them to play against, and they they saw something they liked about Terror because they did. You know, again in the thing that they talked about in their little video that. I recommend it for for those that really want like a in-depth a more in-depth dive into the decision making. They had nice things to say about Terry. They felt like Teru was a was an underrated good player. Um I don't know. Maybe maybe it's also a case that Teru is cheap as well. You know, I, I can't imagine that Teru commands a, a, a very competitive salary. So when you look across Contenders career. here's the other thing. I don't know that Ter- Teru might not have a buyout from Team Diamond. Maybe he doesn't have a buyout from Team Diamond or or the buyout is very small. I, I don't actually know. I don't really... Un- I don't know Team Diamond very well from an org perspective. Like, I don't know how much of their team is like an actual org versus like a player run. Maybe they are like an actual org. I, I don't... Some of these teams I just don't really understand. Um, whereas if you try and get some guy from in or T one whatever you're you're gonna pay some bucks to somebody, you know. Uh, and I don't know how much Hangzhou want to spend for a player they're only gonna use at most for a stage and a half, a stage in a playoffs, if you know, assuming they make it. So yeah, I uh, I don't know. I, I could there have been better options? Absolutely. I think I think everyone like all the fans look at this were like, well, when was the last time Neko played? Well, why would you get Neko? like? Well, how good is Teru? and he's role swapping as well. And he used to be on the Titans. Like, how good is this guy? why would you get Teru over like X or Y or Z other player? Yeah. You know, people probably have their own internal rankings. So like, well, here's who I think the best contenders Korean flex support currently is now. Why would they? Why? Why didn't you pick this guy? Why did you get Teru? And the thing that people always forget is money. I. I, I maybe do Hangzhou just have unlimited i don't know i I just think from it makes most sense from a budget perspective Mm -hmm. to not necessarily get the number one player yes from contenders career because that shit might be too expensive for a multitude of reasons
2: it might be too expensive and it probably isn't necessarily always worth your while to just like plug good player a into team b and expect that shit to work i think this is something that spark probably know all too well you you could um, be
0: paying top dollar for a guy that you'll just end up benching.
2: Yeah, as well. Exactly for the same reasons why you got into this mess in the first place, right? I, I think that's a discussion that like not too many people are like ready to have. That like good player not equal good team. Um, but we'll soon learn. I think there's there's a there's a positive, and this is going to sound very condescending spin to this that it's like at least there are teams still willing to like actually add to their roster. So like I think that's like a good sign i just don't know if like these are the moves actually <sighs> i don't know I, I, I'm, I, I'm willing I gotta, to give gotta, it a, a
0: time i got a good you take know, i got I'll, another I'll, i got another i got a i got a, I got a take coming in here as all. okay it would not surprise me if mm-hmm. i don't know about neko i'll just speak to terror it would not surprise me if terror is on 30 day and potentially oh, for sure. on 30 yeah. day until the end of the season because mm-hmm. i wouldn't i wouldn't if i'm the gm of spark i don't sign this guy for a year yeah That's too risky. That's far too risky. I signed this guy for however many months are remaining until we get to the finals, Mm -hmm. the playoffs, right? That, That makes the most sense. So, yeah. Cool. I think the only thing
2: that I would have liked to see, and this, again, kind of needs to be viewed with hindsight, which isn't a great argument. I understand that, but... I I look at some of these bench players that the spark have always had, and I always wish that like we had a little bit more use of them. And I look at tarot and I look at architect and I'm like, I feel like architect could be a better tarot if they actually like had a little bit of foresight. Like if they understood that this could have been an issue like months ago, then like is there a world where you ask Architect to start playing flex supports just for the and which he has done in the past in a very limited
0: quantities? He, he did do this year as well exactly when he was covering for ironing
2: so it's like I, I i kind of almost maybe think that there's already like an answer within your team that you're just not utilizing and you're just kind of but like then
0: you can't then you can't do the 5v5 internal scrims that Yusuke was talking about
2: <laughs> and theoretically i agree that those are really success like really cool but i i think we've seen that tried a lot in the past and it tends to be pretty shitty and maybe this team can make it work mean, and again it sounds shitty? like i'm yeah, a lot of teams have tried it. A lot of teams haven't necessarily paid off. So, that's that's where I'm sitting with that. What, what is, hard what, to is what is paid
0: off? What does paid off mean? When they're uh, been later. successful, they... been top what's 10. The, what's the the top 10?
2: Yeah, been been any anywhere near as as has the return I mean, I would actually argue, mattered with having I, such a big I, roster? I'd say probably not. If you a lot are, of these teams I,
0: I would argue that if you got some level of improvement and success that you otherwise wouldn't have gotten had you not had the ability to internally scrim, then I would quantify Is that, that as another a worth another team and salary? That just depends on your budget. Right.
2: I mean, true. Agreed there, but okay, like... if you
0: if you had the if you have the budget to spend on a at the time a 12 man roster, power to you. Um but yeah, I mean if you don't you don't. If you do, then what difference does it make? Maybe next year you have a more difficult time justifying to the owners why you need as much money. I don't know. But then, but then you get into the territory of, like, your, your budget might just get cut in way because the owners are not liking the direction of the league, blah, 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 blah. Sure. Like there's too many factors to consider. Um, okay. Any final thoughts on the Spark here? I think the general takeaway from my perspective is that it's clear the signing of Neko and Teru to me is not the priority here isn't that, oh, they're the best players. That's not the priority. The priority is that they can get some players on short notice – Probably mm-hmm. for a good price, that, that can compete for a spot with against Irony and Super Rich. But the idea is, in an ideal world, Irony and Super Rich are still your starters, but you're just lighting a bit of a fire under their ass. That's my perspective on this.
3: What if what if Irony, Irony and Super Rich don't play a single game anymore this season? What do you feel about that then?
0: Then then, and maybe the problem children are out. Then that's a problem. That's a bit of Maybe a shame. You team, I don't and know. Then you then you hope Nicker and Terry are good enough. But yeah. then I mean, that's the risk you take. That's the risk right. you take. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay.
2: Uh, Sounds like something's got to happen.
0: Could they could they have signed the best two best in slot remaining players? Who is currently the number one main support and flex like, support prospect in uh, Contender's career? Could question. they have gone for those guys? Maybe they could have gone for those guys. Maybe the cost would have been too high. I I don't know. I feel like this is like. The cheapest way to solve their problem, um, and if it'll work up, then R2 you know, D3. jury's out. I, but yeah. I would also argue this hypothetically: even if you got whoever those hypothetical good good players are and brought them in, are they going to necessarily move the needle above super rich and irony, who are already like pretty good, pretty hyped up players coming in? Yep. In some regards, maybe not to everybody, but uh, if you pay attention to who some of the best players and some of the best teams in contenders, Asia regions like China and Korea, you know, super rich, had been on the top of this for a while. I only literally won a season with BLG. Like, I think I don't think, I think these guys are pretty, pretty reasonable prospects. Like, no, they're, they're not Finn and fucking Chorong, but they don't have to be. Anyway. Yeah. Move on. Talk about some, uh, you know what, let's talk about something more, we're on this topic, I was going to go to retirement. let's talk about, uh, not retirement. It's, or summer diamonds. Let's talk about pickups first. Mm-hmm. Guangzhou Charge. All right. How are, we going to, how are we going to extend this one for now? Let's have a look. Piggy has been signed to the Guangzhou Charge along with Ty Dollar. So Piggy from Houston, Houston into, I believe, free agency, then into Guangzhou. And uh, Ty Dollar, well, I guess into free agency as well from the Gladiators. Uh, for what it's worth, this is Ty Dollar's return to the team. He actually once was yes. part of the Guangzhou charge a while back. So he's actually returned to the team, working alongside now Sung And Piggy. Uh yeah, well, I mean, it's his first time on the charge, but let's talk about Piggy 1st
1: mm-hmm.
0: They have they have brought on a player that is essentially a clone of Krong. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know about, I don't know yeah, how feel cool about that.
3: But only one of them is an option to, uh, to Pelican. Uh,
2: I I hate that that's, like, the talking point here. I, 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 like.
0: <laughs> Congratulations to the Guangzhou Charge for acquiring Pelican for the 2023 season. Well done.
2: I think Ty Dalla here is, like, the most interesting move. I think it's, like, a well-respected coach. We've heard good things from Justice. Like, we've heard, like, third, fourth hand, like, a lot of people respect him. I think this roster is on the mend. They actually like performed decently well. Um they actually you know four and,
0: and two record. Yeah, not not awful,
2: right? And and you add a coach. I think that's a you know a good fit, or hopefully it's a good fit. Um, and and that should help things along. I don't know how to view Piggy. Um, like you said, it's it's literally just Krong, but maybe a little bit better in certain areas. It's the most odd signing, I think. In recent memory, I I genuinely don't hate Teru, given the context. Unless Krong is genuinely like needs a break and like has to go back to Korea for a reason. Piggy makes no sense to me. I'm gonna be completely honest. Hmm. I do not he, he understand. Can,
0: he, can, he can play from Korea unless he's just trying to take a unless that, the break but, you're talking about is like I do like not actually I can't play but
2: Overwatch. But that, that's what okay, I'm, that's what right, I'm getting right. at. It's like I don't I don't get how or why you would want to sign a clone of crom like piggy who literally didn't play in the houston outlaws can play sigma and like maybe diva which maybe might be a viable hero this patch i don't know it it very confusing to i i don't know it does not make sense to me in the slightest unless you're actually, like, expecting Piggy to, like, start, like, grinding Doomfist and, like, Zarya, or expect, like... No, he needs
0: the main tanks. The main tanks was missing from the charge.
2: Sure, like, if that's the case, then, I mean, it is the case, but, like, what I'm saying is, like, Maybe Houston has already asked him to do that and they value that and he's shown it in scrims and there's some proof of concept there and he can come in and actually like have stage time, whereas Houston wasn't giving him stage time because Dante was taking over. I don't know. It's really weird. It's a lot of just assumptions on its on on its face. Neither one of them
1: are are my favorite picks. I I don't understand it, and fair enough. Like
3: maybe this this is a future pickup. Uh, I still think like Piggy probably underperformed, especially this season. I think that like he showed himself to be a much better prospect of like even flexibility the season before. But yeah, you gotta be. I don't know. You you want to have a more inspired pickup than this right so it's a, it's a rough one um that's not, tr- not really sure like i well, i can't make sense of it really.
0: Yeah. well it, the question the question is what does this solve what what uh problem does this solve for the team nothing
2: on, at least uh, on its face quite literally not.
0: Un- unless unless yeah unless you're right joe and they're just not going to ever use Krong again, and they're just like, well, what's the easiest slot in one-for-one for, one for Krong? Oh, it's the clone of Krong called Piggy. Yeah. <laughs> then I guess, yeah, and then I guess you just get Piggy, it's just like, you know, get that dude yep. in. Um, what this team needs, though, is, but if they are planning to still use Krong, then what this team needs is a main tank player. Yeah. So a replacement for Rio, is what they need. Yeah, Agreed.
1: But there's which, also which, uh, not that
3: many around right
2: no there's not that not too many good ones that actually can play like what the, the tank pool is actually like demanding of you right now because i think and we'll get to the patch i think this patch is like asking a lot at least on its on, on some of the first couple you know outings on this patch there's quite a lot of quite a lot of looks to be thrown and I'm sure we'll file them down, but as of right now, there's there's quite a bit to do. So uh, I, these aren't neither neither Krong nor Piggy feel super comfy right now. I think they have their maps where they're like, hey Circuit Royal, hey you know some Sigma, hey Baba Booey, like that's it. I I need like you're saying, I need a Baba I need a main boy. tank, but those are hard to find. All right. See what mag see what mags guys
0: guys uh he's playing for Boston Bye, and I'm and uh well is he playing for Boston actually you know That's maybe what Boston maybe that. Boston <laughs> could make a big team and scrim each other um, cuz i heard Arns and Glister are available okay let's talk about them though we'll just we'll package that to deal yeah. together arns has been released from Gladiators. glister is officially retired speak on it for several minutes um <laughs> i will just say Cool. I know. I know. Yeska had had some extra juice on the arms thing that he posted publicly on Twitter about uh, the release window. Blah blah blah. Uh, that's something we could probably get into.
2: Oh, did he get released after? Did he get kind of borked here? No, he didn't get borked. Um, oh, okay. So he's 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 pick upable. No, but he's not pick upable. No, so but he's borked. He didn't get borked. He borked himself. Oh, okay. So so he so he is ineligible to be put like signed. Yes. All right, that blows my theory out of the water. All right, fuck.
3: So I was aware of the possibility that Ants was going to be released prior to the deadline. And then he didn't play. And I was like, yeah. what if, what if not? Like, is he, is he not? Yeah. And then, like, eventually I could confirm that, um, well, the gladiators had offered Ants to, you know, uh, go... F- F.A. before the deadline. And ultimately at the time decided he didn't want to and then um, did then further on decide that he uh, would would, you know part ways with the gladiators while the gladiators were prepared to just pay him for the rest of the season. Uh And I understand that that was a little bit of a weird situation to read from people, Mm -hmm. but okay. Far be it for me to like, you know, as a journalist to overtly pro or like bad for teams. I'm just trying to tell you that my pattern recognition for a team like. The gladiators, and especially like the, as they are backed by the god, are a team that generally does it by the book and goes beyond what is expected of them in ter- in terms of uh, the payments and whatnot. Right, so like I would if if we are. Ever in the future, in a situation where it's once again unknown what the actual circumstances are around a player of the uh the gladiators, I would recommend people to give them more benefit of the doubt than other teams. Mm. I think generally speaking, in my mind as a good Bayesian, they've moved in ways that is generally more fair and um Genuinely pretty player positive in terms of yep. how they pay, in terms of uh how how they treat players in their contract situations, mm. and um that that's that's about as much as I can say on this matter. But yeah, it's unfortunate for aunts. Um, I try to yep. find out what is next. I couldn't. Um sure.
2: Think he knows what's next? I feel like this I, is. I don't
3: know. Like that. Maybe. Maybe there's a crazy glister esque move in the in the making. Maybe he's yeah. just going back to Valorant. It's also, of course, always a possibility. wants
2: um, looking for a for a team, maybe.
3: Yeah. Maybe there's like something to be said about uh, you know, waiting out Overwatch two and like wanting True. to play there and whatnot. Yeah. I think like it's a league. It, it's. Hmm. If Anz ever can be- go back to his old ways, and we he's saw him of course, of it. yeah. Like, but consistently play like this, of course, like you want someone like him in the league. Otherwise, like, you just gotta do you, you know. Yeah. Like, I, I, I feel like Anz has proven it all. I could understand if he wasn't hungry anymore. If he was maybe frustrated with the uh, situation. Um. I think, generally speaking, this is uh, this would be a decent time to retire. It would also be a decent time to continue and find a new team next year and like prove yep. everyone wrong, because um, I mean, effectively, he had been replaced with Happy. If we're being yes. honest,
2: one hundred percent. And I and think like
3: that's not that's not only based on or that wasn't only a good decision based on prior uh performances by happy this season i i think yeah. it also held up where you' oh, sure you will all if you talk to other teams like they will agree that happy upgraded them a lot mm-hmm. right? even though they they still missed um the Satama
2: showdown it's um it's i think d- that's not that's that's not like a perform that's not like an individual performance thing i don't, I don't
3: yeah so yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, I think Arnt is also a character that I really, genuinely hope finds like what he wants to do in the world, and like, I, I'd be for, for someone like him, I'd be even elated, honestly, if he had like one of those eureka moments, like Glister. I hope Glister has um some su- or like all the success in the world there. Uh, I think that's unfortunately one of the players that probably always underperformed their potential. He had sure. a pretty good showing for the shock, I will say. Maybe an underrated one. I think he had he had even more talent Way to do yeah, yeah, or more, more talent. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, you
2: go back to like that London twenty twenty performance where like that was not a team that was like ever supposed to like perform well. Yeah, and like he was a shining like star of a player that was like willing them into fights they had no business getting into. yeah so like definitely somebody that if they wanted to probably can find a home um in anything i think that's like some of the the transitive skills of of esports is that like you you learn how to i guess figure it out yeah and then find your find your find your course so i guess to ans pers- like story for me um as mean as this may sound i don't know that like I don't know if you can sign him again. I think, mm. um, it, it, this has happened enough times that like either, um, uh, motivation wanes or like, this is just, isn't for him anymore, whatever it is. Um, it's just not like a quantifiable thing. It's not something you can count on. And like going back to like the narratives that we had about the glads is like, we need, we need at least one of these guys to pop off and like, we can count on Glister. So, we need either Ons or Patty to, to actually be that second man. And they were for a little bit until they could find happy, right? Until maybe some motivation and until maybe there were some things that like maybe ate and, and, you know, check them out. I don't know. That's not my place to speculate. But there there was a part of me that wished after like Kilo's kind of tragic underperformance at the the summer showdown like maybe Ons just goes back to the shock and like just kind of plays it out there. I thought that would have been a really cool storyline. sounds like it can't happen. Um, yeah. I agree though. I, I, he's a talented player. Definitely has left his mark, um, within the overwatch league. Uh, I don't know if this is completely a retirement or a goodbye, but, um, yeah, I wish him nothing but the best. And I hope he, he, he does find what makes him happy because I hope everybody finds what makes them happy. Right? Like it's, uh, the million-dollar question, and yeah, definitely somebody that you know, want to see succeed. So yeah, the Glads will be fine. They have Happy. Uh, we'll see what Patty's up to. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I think they they kind of lucked out here with uh, Washington kind of gifting them a a first-round draft pick, if you will. I also
3: like the steal. I also kind of respect. People who think, I could just be sitting on my fat salary here and know that I'm not going to oh, realistically like, ever play ahead and just sit it out and, you know... paycheck pay steal? Just pay check steal from some Texan team. Yeah, that doesn't um, do any better and just, you know, milk them. Um, but then to not do that, right? right I should say... Right, right. I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to do my thing and whatever mm-hmm. it is, um, like, I'm going oh, to pursue true. that. And yeah, no, like, I think like, as as much as, as the Glista move might be something out there, like, I, I kind of like when people find something so explicitly new and about their passion, it's just like in such a different domain, right? like it's, it, it just speaks to the genuineness of the like if if you're if you're an Overwatch League player and then you tell me you're very passionate about coaching I might just think you just want to stay where it's relatively easy and like you, you're not outside much your comfort zone mm-hmm. maybe like it could still be your dream to win it as a coach as well but, like, maybe it's just some something comfortable to stick around. You've been doing that anyway. It feels scary outside. You don't trust your resume to carry you into other endeavors and whatnot. I understand all those frustrations or, like, uh, anxieties. But I think, like, those... There is a certain... Certain admiration for people that take that risk and mm-hmm. just try something really new, take their, their transitional skills over to the new domain, still gain from it, of course. Like, I think something that's very true for all gamers is like... Dude, if you've succeeded in the Overwatch League and have have been, like, someone that actually didn't just coast, but is one of the better players or has been, like, you know, in the to- uh, top half, you've you've proven to me that you have an insane ability to grind. And if your heart I, is in it, then you probably can become whatever you want to be.
2: I don't want to make this a tangent, but do you genuinely think that's grind or is that just a skill set we have like not a great word for in the English language? I hmm. think I think professional like esports athletes across the board that are like within like the top like 1% of players, not like a scrub who like plays for one season and gets benched and like goes on to become like an aerospace like engineer, right? I'm talking about like genuinely good players. I I, I hold this as a, as a pretty strong feeling at least that like they have a skill set of like finding. It's not problem solving. It's not just grinding. It's like an amalgamation of like a lot of different like tools that like life just doesn't really teach you. That You kind of have to like be talented in doing. Does that make sense? Yeah, I know what I mean. It's not just like putting in the hours. Anybody can put in hours, but they're not going to become on. They're not going to become faker, Mm -hmm. right? Like, and it's not just talent at the game or the respective thing, because again, I think those people can transition into like finding success in business or in education or in a lot of different things. Like they're just kind of, there's just something about them. I don't know. It's hard to to wrap your head around.
3: Yeah, and I think that
2: one problem is
3: about games and it's Mm -hmm. actually not as much as a, of a problem, but as a as a strength as well, is mm. you don't have obje- objective goals as to how you win in life, right? Sure. Like, we have so many different avenues to either compete or be or exist or to be happy and, you know, whatever dance or competition or gladiatorial arena or vibe you want to live with, you can. Games are about winning within a rule set that everyone pre-agrees on, right? And I feel like to succeed in in a domain where there are no ifs or buts, that demonstrates like a certain ability. And unfortunately, sometimes it's like the reasons or the, the reasons why you succeed are as manifold as the reasons why you do it. But mm-hmm. there are the there. Let's be honest. There are players that just have very good hand-eye coordination, and there's not sure. much more to them than that the outstanding ability. To be fair, most of those all aim, no brain guys are probably filtered out by now.
2: Yep. Uh you think? <sighs> Again, I, I don't want to make this a I tangent, know. but I, I, I don't, I don't know, know about
3: all, but like I think we have significantly less than we used to. Mm. I
0: think. Khan got re-signed, What are you guys talking about?
3: i'm kidding i think like we have actually a a pretty solid amount of just like really smart players dude i just like someone like hanbin can probably just go anywhere yes
2: yes i genuinely think he could probably go to like some of the top i again i am someone like smurf
3: someone like moth yes Yes. someone like i guess this goes this goes outside of overwatch as well these are just Ivy League talents, you know? Like yes. Silk Thread. Genuinely. I think in Stanford now. Like I, I think it's really hard or maybe maybe the Esports cross aren't aware, just these are top talents. Legit- some of our guys are just like top talents Ivy League type of mm-hmm. people that also have the athletic ability to apply themselves and they could they could just become the creators of the world but instead they chose to entertain us by clicking heads very well. And that's we're, a, we're so pretty fortunate that sometimes yeah. this happens. I'm I think this to a degree also applies to Glister. I think Arndt so. is is a beautiful soul in a different sense. I'm not yeah. saying that he isn't like smart or anything he's I feel like he's just more hyper aware, um, than, than other people. That I, like he just, in that in the realness aspect, he's like maxing out, yeah. And um, that's always been super appealing to me, uh, f- from his character. And I I wish both of them uh the best.
2: Hundred percent, agreed. Ditto.
0: Yep, I'm on board with that. Okay, talk about counter Cup now. Uh, First thing about Counter Cup, let's talk about, is going to be the patch notes that just dropped, and an additional note in that as well with the uh, DPS passive. Although that DPS passive will not be live for Counter Cup, that will be, I assume, live for playoffs because Kariko will be enabled, the game will be launched, and all of this stuff that is intended for launch will be part of that. So eventually we will see it. I still think it's worth bringing up because it's uh, it's news, it's part of the new cycle, it's part of. I would say, a reasonably hot topic that is currently being brewed up. So, let's go over that first, shall we? The actual, um,
1: I brought this up somewhere.
0: Damn it, why is it when I...
2: Like you? I got you.
0: Yeah, go on. It's on screen.
2: It's also on screen, but he can't see the screen.
0: It's not great. Who's looking at the screen? I'm an audio listener. <laughs> um, audible. So essentially, what so essentially, the old DPS passive has moved on to now be a general passive for all roles, being that uh, you retain up to thirty percent of your ultimate charge when swapping heroes. Everyone just gets that now, cool. uh, which I think is a healthy change for the game. I think that's uh, you know, something that actually, Incentivizes, or not? I actually incentivizes the wrong word because that's the word that everyone's trying to use when they're being like pro hero swapping. So let me just say it this way: it's it's to to lessen the punishment of hero swapping, not necessarily incentivizing, but lessening the punishment. Uh, to some people, that might sound like the same thing, but uh, I think there is a nuance to be found bad. there. Where there where there is a difference, Any, yes. anyway. Um, so, the new DPS passive. Is now going to be on release. Eliminations grant 25% increased reload speed and movement speed for two and a half seconds. Does not stack with itself, but will refresh the duration. Okay, there's some thoughts there. There are some thoughts on that. A lot of thoughts. And really quickly, just before that, temporary health now grants 50% reduced ultimate charge instead of zero ultimate charge. So oh. that way, when you're shooting green HP, you're at least gaining something getting instead something. of no ultimate charge, okay. which I think is fair as well. I, I know there was a lot of pro player feedback that not getting any ultimate charge from green it's HP felt weird and bad. not good for the game. So yeah, okay. uh, that being said, that kind of nerfs heroes like ball a little bit because now wrecking balls, green HP is like, not I green. don't know. That's um, good. Certainly less good. Yeah. So what was damage roll passive?
2: Yes. Um... So I have a prevailing theory. Um, and I know that this is not going to be in the countdown cup. I'm going to make that very clear. Um, but this is going to be assumedly live for the playoffs. Yes. And I think that I believe I first kind of saw this with reinforce had a tweet. And I'm sure plenty of other people have had tweets about this as well. That kind of pointed this out. But this is very much like a snowball Kind of mechanic where you know first kills were always a marker of team fight you know win percentage success um i think going back to like winston's lab era statistics like it was up in like the 60s maybe even nearing 70s maybe is can correct me if i'm you know off base there um but this was definitely always something to uh be on the lookout for you know uh first kills very very important obviously for 72 deaths, uh, inversely so 72 percent again like very Very impactful. Um, so having not only increased reload speed, which in a way is kind of like more damage uptime, which you could view as like a DPS increase, but movement speed um definitely affects heroes um not on a linear scale. So if we assume that first kills are going to be very important, and we and we see that Kiriko is coming in with a three times damage multiplier, and we have Sombra, who I believe is a uh, and a slept-on vehicle for Kiriko's offensive capabilities uh, coming into vogue and having their hack being, I think, one point uh, seven five second silence now.
0: 7.5, five, yep.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking, sombra Kiriko is just on the menu, boys. I think this is just going to be a thing, and I think it's uh, going to be a little, little surprising. I, uh, that said, to be clear,
0: to be clear, Kiriko getting the kill doesn't no. give you the passive unless. You already had an assist in there.
2: I would have to imagine that you're probably at least getting some damage in there to, to qualify for an elimination. Um, yeah. That said, I'll get off my own soapbox for a second. And yeah, I think this is a big snowballing thing. It's a win more. Um, and it just doesn't affect every hero the same way. And it's probably going to enforce Or help to enforce metagames that are a little bit more healthy um as a viewing experience so i think this is a good thing i think it's a very fun thing for casual players um and before people try to go back to last show and be like "Eh, hero swapping is you don't think they swap anyways it's like no i don't think most people hero swap i don't even think most pro players hero swap um but i i think this is a qualifier for incentivization to actually get people to think about swapping because i don't think they normally do uh for a lot of reasons so I think good things so, are. Right. Are
0: we are we talking about the new DPS passive? Or, uh
2: or? Most most of what I just said was about the DPS passive, and then like the final thirty seconds was just about because
0: I think Mario the I app. think the new DPS pass, passive is not healthy for the game. Um, I would disagree, and I and I don't I don't I don't think even if it was fun, it's not healthy for the game. It's not fun for everybody else because win more mechanics are not good game design in my opinion at all. Uh, things that encourage snowballing not good game design. Um, It just makes losing... When you lose, you just end up losing harder. When you win, you just end up winning harder for no reason other than because the game decided. Would Um, you
3: like to have faults on a timer then rather than damage gain? Because like you win harder. If you win the first fight, you have more ult charge. Therefore, win more
0: mechanics. Well, we're actually seeing you're you, you're getting more ult charge, but we're not. So you're not seeing like an in, insane amount of ult charge difference unless one player had an outsized performance in a fight. True. Right. Over the course of most, it, even in a jokes matter that we just saw, when when you win a fight, you'll get you're you're quite regularly winning a fight five zero up. You have five alive, and the other team is completely wiped, mm-hmm. which should be the most like juxtaposed way to win a fight that should be the most like you know uh uh, contrasted way to win a fight Mm -hmm. and even then you when you really observe the alt differences
2: it's really not that big of a it's
0: It's, there's the only the only player that might have a huge alt difference is like one genji popped off and the other one obviously just died early and there's like a 20 percent gap there but everybody else is like very close remaining parity um you know everyone else is like legitimately within one to two percent of each other so when you're when you're when you're losing a fight you're not even necessarily that far behind whereas and and by the way that's talking about the macro game the overall game whereas this is like within the actual this is like a, a minutia mac, micro moment within the actual fight itself where if you start winning the fight you just win the fight even harder so right. i think we we're talking about two different scales of things as well yes so right. cuz they're not quite aligned and all else, I also don't think the ultimate charge difference is like a huge deal anyway. Sure. If I if I did, then we'd be having a very different discussion and like the amount of ult charge you're getting off one fight would have to be way higher. And currently it's not the case. Fair. So my position is pretty similar to Reinforces. And he basically said that he sees issues with this. I'm seeing issues with this. I personally don't think DPS needs a passive. I saw a joke comment that was like, your DPS passive is you have double the hero pool of everybody else. Yeah, you get I'm instant like, queues. That's kind of true. That's pretty fucking true. <laughs> no, you don't right. get instant cues actually, yeah, because you have them to wait. Yeah. You have 10-minute
2: um, cues. That's your passive.
0: Oh, but your your DPS passive is that you you just have a, a, an insane amount of options of heroes to play with. That's your DPS passive. Yeah. Uh, it, I don't think the DPS needs a passive, like, because the other roles have a weakness that they're trying to fix, right? Tanks, uh, you know, they're big. They don't need to be cc yeah. they, They're giving away a lot of ult charge. That passive helps like fix up a bit of a weakness for supports, right? If they if they're in a solo situation or if the team's not coordinated enough or they don't have LOS and they can't heal each other, you can just sort of hide away. You know, most supports either don't well, okay, they do heal themselves, but you don't really want to have to burn resource to heal yourself. It's nice to be able to just like break LOS and break out of combat and get your health back a little bit. Like that does help. Here, this just makes DPS stronger. Like it's not fixing a weakness that they have; it just straight up makes them. A lot stronger and and they not in a healthy way because it's a cool it's a conditional buff a conditional passive that only kicks in when you're already winning that then just lets you win more so we get back to the win more situation and i think win more when more mechanics are super problematic in games
3: yeah i don't like them yeah
2: i think i i agree generally But where I see this being applied is to a lot of the like most sought after heroes for the majority of like viewers and players. So in the short term, I don't hate it. And then the long term, I see this being more and I think maybe tuning could be looked at for sure. Um, But I see this in, you know, impacting individual performance and allowing people to like really have some some extra flashy moments that I think is, is something that we all could use more of.
0: That's um, a dangerous. That's a dangerous pathway to go down. That that's to me is no different than early Team Fortress 2, uh-huh. where Valve added crit, random crits into the game. So on a random shot, you would do like fucking four times damage sure, yeah. for no reason other than like I don't know random RNG is exciting and bad players can get away with killing good players sometimes just because of RNG alone. Like it's just that's just not fun design. You just I- randomly die like that and and. Like and so maybe like this is not as bad as that this is like more tame but under the same line of logic it's like oh yeah but it just creates more of these whatever moments i'm like but that's that's not good for i don't think that's good for the game
2: it's one of those things that i'm willing to, to at least see before i pass complete judgment on i think it could be definitely a lot more exciting i agree like random crits and like tf2 or you know tripping and brawl was was anything random is definitely a, the quickest way to 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 turn me off but this i feel like rewards dps it rewards more flanking it rewards maybe some hero plays um that i think could be very exciting i don't know it's i don't
0: think we needed that i think they get plenty reward as it as it has been Yeah,
3: i would eh. say like i i could see it be a great dopamine dispenser if you're playing dps I think that sure. it's, it's going at, to be fun. At the, at even the though expense it's of everybody else's yes, experience. I agree. I agree, yeah. I agree.
0: And, you know, like... I, when you weigh it up in pros and cons, the pros do not outweigh the cons for me.
3: Yeah, I, I, I feel the same. I, I, my initial reaction was like, what the shit? Like, this is a little... I'm sure there must be, like, something else that's, like, equally fun but not as powerful...
0: Let me, mm-hmm. let me let let me me bring up a suggestion for you. I, I was actually thinking about this one. Um, what would be... If we have to have a DPS passive, and again, I don't even think we knew, but mm-hmm. I'll play along. Let's say we have to have a DPS passive. What is a far healthier DPS passive to have that maybe fixes a problem that DPSs have? And one problem that does exist for DPSs, and this has been brought up in stats, is that DPSs have a higher death rate than any other role. Okay. Um, because they're not because they're obviously way squishier than tanks and they're far more likely to be playing in front lines next to tanks Mm -hmm. um but without any of the damage mitigation with the large health pools etc uh so i can definitely see where that comes from now i also have another factor that i look at from dps's and that's kind of like pop-off factor and an ability to clutch an ability to create exciting moments um from Allowing yourself to overcome like negative odds. So instead of like a so definitely this is like the opposite of wooden wall. This is more like you are up against poor odds. Is there something to help you equalize? And, and that might sound alignment to some people, but just wait for this one. I think a, a healthy DPS passer would be either five or ten percent global lifesteal for for damage done. I um, mean
2: I'm here for some bold takes,
3: but that's because interesting. In, in my mind, you were going like, like a, out like of like combat, combat movement mechanic. speed. Yeah, When you yeah. die, you get quicker to the, the fight. fight faster yeah, maybe you... No, I don't like quick, shit that yeah.
0: messes with movement speed. I think that's dangerous. I think things that like do anything... This is why I also don't like this new badge, because it messes with the movement speed. Anything mm-hmm. that it does, it's been shown multiple times in the past that things interacting with movement speed is... Makes things crazy in this game, what especially if because movement quicker. also stacks. Ah, uh, no, I don't. I think messing with the respawn—you don't want faster respawns because then that changes the pacing of the game, um, and incentivizes DPS to just like throw bodies in instead of playing mm-hmm. strategically for their life. Yes. Um, let me explain the life seal a little bit more because I think like that, that needs a bit more explanation before people people get fucking crazy in the fucking keyboards. So just chill your keyboards for a second, mm-hmm. just. Unplug that shit and listen for a moment. Um as I listed, the problem with DPSs is that they have a higher higher death rate than the other roles Uh the other thing is if especially if you are a flanker as well, you are probably not with an LOS of healers. You are probably on your own mission. Um and you are also, you know, having to rely on healers as a as a damage player is kind of rough as well. But it's a very small amount of healing. So let's imagine 10%. Sure. 10% of a Cassidy headshot is only 14 HP. A regular shot is 7 HP, right. if you're hitting that at all. Which, if you're hitting every single shot, like 7, 7, 7, 7, maybe, it gets a, maybe it's you know it's a, it's a reasonable amount. But no one's that consistent anyway. Um, if you're hitting, like, you know, any other sort of damage, 10% is a very small number. But to put it in perspective, Reap has 40% lifesteal right now. Currently has 40% lifesteal. Uh, To balance that, you reduce that to 30, and then he gets the extra 10% from the roll pass to stay at 40%. You wouldn't want him to be at 50, but I think 40 is still safe. Now, what what does 10% lifesteal do for you realistically as a DPS player? It doesn't replace healing. You still probably do need to find health packs to actually get real healing. You probably still need to actually go to your um, supports to get real healing, like fast healing, because... Even on damage dealers like can lose considerable amount of damage, you're you're getting like less than ten HP per shot, right? Um, and for a two hundred HP hero, it's gonna take a while to heal back up off that alone. Yeah. Um, what it does allow you to do is clutch out situations where maybe you are in critical HP, but you're able just to slow, just to slightly top yourself up from damage you're doing to maybe overcome some small situations where currently maybe you die maybe like you you get hit and you die but with this you you just manage to weave in one extra shot and instead of dying you're like five hp or one hp or whatever yeah. and you're just able to maybe still have an opportunity to out to have a one versus two outplay right because i think those are some of the, the best moments that we've seen oh, for sure. some of the best moments that can occur is like when you're good enough that you can achieve like a one versus two one versus three outplay now i i wouldn't want that to be super common i don't want it to be so easy to make that outplay happen that it's and just happening all the time Yeah, but to enable it to happen like even slightly more often because like when i say slightly i really mean slightly like very subtle way um means that you can you know you can you can slightly just keep yourself back in there and i look at it from perspective of like playing adc's and marksman's and mm-hmm. league of legends where they have lifesteal and their lifesteal is a lot more egregious in some ways even though i think Riot's done a pretty good job of keeping that under a lid yeah where very small outplay scenarios where you just heal you just heal barely enough to survive against the extra skill shot that you can then absorb and then a couple different outplays, you dodge one more ability, steal a little bit of HP, and then you just barely come out ahead on very minimal yeah. HP. Those are some very cool moments in, in 1v1s or even 1v2s. When you see players win 1v2s in that sort of scenario and mm-hmm. you just barely heal enough to stay alive, I think that's great. And I think totally. 10% is so subtle and so small anyway that you can maybe... In in some rare occasions, get those cool out plays, but it's not such a egregious healing that you're just like out healing and yeah. all this damage come into you. That's not occurring either. Agreed. So, to me, it sounds pretty reasonable. I hope I, think, I made it. I hope I made it no. sound reasonable from the explanation.
2: One hundred percent. I think it's it's definitely it fits the the idea or the expectation of what a passive kind of should be. um This passive doesn't feel subtle at all. It feels incredibly powerful on face value, and we haven't even seen it played. Um, Obviously, with some of the nuance that we laid out with first kills and whatnot, like it is a snowball mechanic. This game's already kind of inherently snowball-y. This only like leverages that value even more. So I agree there. Um, And I think the lifesteal thing would be kind of interesting to see play out. But the more that I'm like thinking this one through and hearing you kind of explain that case, the more I'm like, there's really no like good... Like, there's no good solution for DPS passives because there's just such a wide variety of heroes. Just get you know? rid it's of like, yeah, it then. Yeah, you none. It feels like I'm, I'm, you're, you're convincing me more and more that like DPS probably doesn't need one, because like Correct. there's nothing like every season would probably just have to be a new DPS passive that just favors one set of heroes more than it does another one. Like this one right now, Eliminations grant 25% reload and movement speed that inherently. Affects flanking DPS that are always going to be, like, their their uptime is higher than other heroes, right? Like, this, this affects Tracer more so than it does Bastion, right? Or more so than it does Torp, or more so than it does Soldier 76 for the most part. Or more so than it does, like, Ash, but I, in a way that kind of also helps her, but regardless. Like, it, it's not a linear scale for a lot of these heroes, so they're either just, like... <laughs> Knowing this, they're just like trying to enforce dive metas, which that seems a little too like foresighty for me to to apply to Blizzard. Um, And yeah, like the lifesteal thing feels subtle enough that it probably could work and you probably would see some some pretty cool outplays. Um, It's a toned back version of what I hope this should be. Um, I think it's a good idea. I can't really think of too many... Abusable pathways for it like you're saying 15 to 10 percent is probably not enough to like just warrant not being able to be healed Maybe it makes you know the same heroes a little bit better A lot of the times you're seeing sombers and tracers and Genji's being a little bit more self-sufficient playing for health packs on the wings anyways Um, yeah, I I don't hate it. It's either that or we just get rid of the damage one I'm i'm cool with that
0: too or or something else just super subtle, but I can't nothing else comes to mind that's super subtle. That solves any sort of quote unquote, problems, problems that DPS have, and it's also it's not just about outplays either. It's also just situations where, like, you know, you don't, you want to be self sufficient as a DPS and not be like ultra reliant on supports. This just allows yeah. you to be just slightly more independent, which I think is a good experience for DPSs. Just you know, giving you a little bit more control. A lot mm-hmm. of that also comes in the placebo as well as like I feel like it can be way more self sufficient, which is sometimes you know, or, enough and fine. Yeah, agreed. Um, it
3: was fun in... Uh, CS used to have a mod, which was like the Warcraft 3 mod. And when you got kills, you got XP, XP for each round. You leveled up like... And you leveled skills. up, and uh, the unholy tree... Uh, sorry, the undead tree had life leech in there. I remember.
2: In CS.
3: In CS when I was 15 or 16. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: seems wacky, but all right. Yeah. I'm yeah, here for it. It was a lot Try of fun. It.
0: Okay, let's talk about the actual uh, the rest of the notes. Now we'll fly through some of them and maybe just talk over the important ones. If you get this, anything else that you guys feel like is important? Mm. First and foremost, Junker Queen big nerf, commanding shout, uh, nice. allied bonus health reduced from 150, so halved. Allied duration reduced from five to three, and temporary health no longer decays over its duration. I mean, it's so small now that that's probably that's yeah. fair enough. Cooldown increased from 11 to 15 so that's a considerable increase in cooldown mm-hmm. and half of the hp yep and from what we've seen it, that seems pretty effective i mean we've seen at least in contenders career which is already on this patch next to no jungle queen gameplay and what jungle queen gameplay there has been has not looked very convincing at all has not looked good yeah so yep we can we can safely say effectively she she's, she's has gone. been nerfed into the ground Correct, it, but not when I say okay. No, she hasn't been nerfed into the ground. She's been nerfed out of the meta, but still, in my opinion, exists as a niche pick that could replace Ryan in certain broad Cops.
2: Interesting. Hmm. I I feel like I also have a solution to that comp, but it's not Junker. We'll get to we'll get to who I think it is. Oh, it's Orissa. Junk- Orissa, who has.
0: Two hundred fifty to 275 base health, two fifty to two seventy five base armor. So twenty five more health, twenty-five more armor, any javelin, energy javelin reduced cooldown from eight to six. Uh, from all meta reports that I've heard, Orissa is still fucking bad. So she's not gonna get any gameplay.
2: Yeah. Base. I I expect her to not see any any play. Um but she's definitely like one of those sleeper picks like a sombra or a reaper in the past that like Blizzard is consistently pushing. The difference is, reason.
0: Sombra and Reaper have very specialist niche roles that other heroes can't really correct fulfill. Whereas Arissa doesn't really fulfill any roles. She, like she, she, really she doesn't she, do if anything. Anyway. If anything, if anything, she's too generalist and doesn't do anything particularly well. That's Agreed. her biggest problem.
2: <laughs> and I think the, the moment where they start to like give her a role, she's going to be so overtuned because all she's gotten is buffs for like the last like two patches. It feels like. That like she is going but to jo- be like busted jo- out of her mind.
0: That's the thing. The problem isn't her numbers. It's not that she doesn't do enough numbers. It's that her, her job is better covered by other heroes yeah. in turn, from a utility standpoint. That's the actual problem. Yeah. So just buffing the numbers, what's going to happen is eventually, if we keep going down this pathway, you're going to buff her numbers into some stupid position where now she's too buffed and broken that you have to use her. She's just going to be the I'm new saying. queen. That's what I'm saying. Um, And so she's just going to get shoved in and shoot into a meta simply because her number, she now has 800 HP It's like, excuse me. Yeah. Like something stupid like that. (laughs) She's just going to be like
2: some crazy juggernaut centaur horse robot lady who just like can't be killed and just kills your entire team.
0: What she actually needs is a really reliable gap close. Yeah. I'm really like, like lean into her being a brawl hero Mm -hmm. and being a hero that can get in and give her a, a reliable gap close. I'm not saying she should get, like, Ryan's pin, but something that can just get her interaction way quicker than a javelin spin. I wouldn't even... I legitimately would not even be upset if they reworked javelin spin into more of a movement ability that gave her... Some uh yeah, some frontal some frontal vulnerability. You can even just keep the javelin spin abilities at now as it is now, mm. but it only lasts two seconds, and during those two seconds you're fucking charging it as a horse. Yeah. Dude, you, she needs a gap closed. That's the biggest weakness.
3: You you just know someone spent like one of their uh, genie like wishes on Orissa, and it was like I want Orissa to be fun, and the genie is goes like She's fun now, but she sucks and it's unplayable. <laughs> like
0: that's the type of shit that. that it's the genie a monkey who curls its paw. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a monkey paw. I
3: think is it is it gins that usually like in uh, that
0: that fuck around uh, oh, sorry, with wishes. Can I be real? Is it the is it the worst thing in the world that we have one tank that doesn't really see reliable no. game game time? I don't think in, it's the pro because here's the other thing is. I think she's fine at the casual level. I think yeah. you can get mad value at the casual level, and she's fun, and that's yeah. fine. Not every hero needs to see pro game time. No, right? We don't. I'm. I will forever be okay with Junkrat not seeing serious game time. True, sure. and I, I will Same never fucking Sim. shed a tear. Yep. Um. Well, Sim is a little different because I feel like Sim's utility is quite interesting with the TPS, yes. and she's the only sure. hero that can do that. And I like the creativity behind TPS. Yeah, like so I the stat. maps. There's nothing there's nothing about Junkrat it's that I'm gonna miss from him not being played. I'm just okay with him not being in the meta at all, ever. Yeah. Right, same yeah. as Roadhog for Pro Play. Like, what, what why 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 are we crying over lack of Orisa when Roadhog's in the exact same book? And in, in a lot of cases, D.Va's kind of in the same book. Not quite as much. And we'll get to D.Va. But do, 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 am I crazy ways, yeah. like does does Arissa need all these buffs? Like Okay, no. that's. I, mean, the, I was meant to be a rhetorical question but the answer is in some ways yes as well because people are like of course she's weak but like weak <laughs> for who? Weak at yeah. pro level doesn't mean she's weak at a casual level yeah. is what I'm also saying and again her, the problems are not her numbers no. it's not that she has low numbers it's that she doesn't have she doesn't do anything she doesn't fulfill a role that other heroes don't do better from no, a no. role perspective give her, give the, her something
2: unique that's it. Give, give her something that like nobody else has but, like, I, I 100% wholeheartedly agree with Avril. The way that Blizzard is balancing Arisa is not the way to go about it, and you're probably causing yourself way more harm than you are good, because this is probably only going to continue because you're judging you know it, it says, off of, like, play yeah. rates.
0: This is also, you're buffing her at a stage where she's still not going to get played an hour because she I still doesn't do know. the things, because you haven't solved the issue with her for, for the hour level. But what you've now done is even with this, just like 50 more HP with, with half of that being armor and like a quicker energy jab and cooldown, like that might actually be enough to make her a bit more oppressive for casual play. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like you haven't achieved the goal of porting her an owl, but you've actually made her just more egregious for the casuals. So actually, I think you've just failed on both sides from something like this, potentially.
2: And I, I hate to just like, really fast, Yuska, I hate to just like tell Blizzard to do more work, but I think this also applies to Junker Queen, where it's like, there's something inherently wrong with how the hero is designed, and the only way that you're going to fix it is not to tune the numbers per se, but to actually look and see what's unhealthy about the hero or what doesn't work about the hero and fix that first. For Irisa, she doesn't do anything. For Junker Queen, she has a busted ability that does a lot. What That's if my
3: what if Javelin Toss was a CC, Oof. and it has? Yes, I mean, is, tank. Yes, but Animus, like yeah. one that has a longer duration. And the quirk about it was is that you can't pull the javelin out of yourself. Someone else has to.
0: Uh, no, no, I'm not about that. The reason yeah. I'm not about that is because we get into the territory of like super reliance on your teammate. This actually goes against the new Overwatch 2 design philosophy right. where yeah, yeah, yeah. it's more about your own individual impact and individual play. And this is now dragging us back into the pits of Overwatch 1 where it's like, my ability to succeed is now really, really dependent on, a, on my teammates' ability to coordinate or right. their competence. Now, I don't want my yeah. gameplay negative, negatively impacted by the lack of competence from my teammates, right? Which yeah. is makes why I watch two players better for people that just want to, people that can't actually just play on their own, you know, the solo queue experience. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So, no, I'm not about that. Uh, I could just imagine people raging, it was like, my fucking team, they're not saving me from- I like, oh, just, no, it's- It's, it's the it, Thresh, thresh Lantern reversed.
2: Yeah. Would it be too too crazy to, like, also look at Kiriko's alt and, like, see the kind of Kled inspiration and maybe give Arisa one in a smaller way with, like, Javelin Spin? Where she, like, charges in and, like, the path behind her, like, you get movement no, speed no, 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 charge no, 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 no. I,
0: no, we we don't need tanks buffing other people. <laughs> like, buffs should buffs should very much just remain within supports. Fair. You know, as it's as like their thing. That's right. Okay. Uh, CC should, uh, like, how CC Tank is CC. kind of just being pigeonholed within yeah. tanks. Let's pigeonhole buffs within supports and not allow that to be a thing that other people do. Um, no, I just think they just need to give her a gap close. Allow Javelin Spin to be a very short duration gap close, and I think that's fine. Um, I, I seriously think that, that will improve her gameplay by shitload. Let's talk about D.Va now. Boosters, impact damage increased from 10 to 25. Micro Missiles cooldown reduced from 8 to 7. Call Mech, ultimate cost reduced by 12%. Very minor uh, buffs. I think the 10 to 25 impact damage is actually... That's sizable. ...potentially significant because that allows... Yeah you to hit certain breakpoints on combos you you know boost in melee, left click micro missile, all of that together. Yep. Um I have heard some rumors that some teams are doing some experiments with D.Va and and trying to play her as a Winston replacement. So it is possible that you might see some D.Va game play in Countdown Cup. Fingers crossed, no no promises, but teams are teams are far more Positive about Diva than about Arissa and Arisa oh, sure. uh, is basically rock bottom still in terms yeah. of positively. Whereas D.Va's like, yeah, maybe there's something here, yeah, maybe.
2: Yeah, I think we're kind of seeing as much, and maybe Avril, really you can comment on this. Um, in, in Contenders Korea, obviously they got the patch a little bit earlier than most, um, and we had wow, some they, games got the there. they got the earlier patch, they got the patch earlier than everybody
0: at the same time as everybody. They're just playing it earlier. Yeah, sure, sure.
2: Um, and we still saw some Diva there, so it's it's definitely you know. It, you know, earlier in the show, I talked about, like, how there's, like, a lot of tanks in the menu. Diva, it looks like she's at least viable at the professional level. And not, like, in some, like, weird off-meta, no-hills, like, crazy ganja LSD dream type of way. But, like, actually, it looks like no. it's
0: awesome. <laughs> no, Valiant wasn't even the team playing Diva. That was Shock.
2: Well, I mean, Shock did also was, play it, but Valiant was, had was, some Dorado stuff crack. with it.
0: That was Krusty Crackpipe playing the Diva. It, yes, not, Kaluge uh, definitely not, did. Not NoHill name. Nicotine. Uh, and and, and let's, let's see if Kaluge will play some more Diva. Who knows? Possible. I, I think Diva being an alternate to Winston is very healthy because it kind mm-hmm. of alleviates Europol problems that currently exist in Overwatch, where uh, if you actually look across a lot of rosters, there's not a lot of main tanks. Most yeah. teams are just running their off-tank player. And even teams that do have a main tank, like Atlanta Rain are not playing that player and mm. are just playing their off-tank player so effectively they don't have a main tank you might as well consider gator to not really be on the team at the moment um i seriously doubt he's going to get up game time which means hawk again needs to learn ryan and winston pretty fucking fast or you have a situation where diva becomes playable and hawk's like i can play diva yeah. and now diva is actually a viable alternative to winston i i want to see diva in a position like ash was to sojourn where it's kind of like an a1 yes. ab uh, sorry, a one, a two kind of situation where like stylistic choice of which one you want to go to, but both have their have their role to play. You know, I think mm-hmm. that's pretty healthy. i like that's one I want to see,
2: yeah. I uh, echo a lot of the same points. I think that Diva definitely is in a better place now than she mm-hmm. was previously. and even previously, some teams were finally successful with her. so um, definitely in the move in the right direction with
0: uh, some of
2: the uh, the dPS changes as well. less the passive more the other changes we'll get to,
0: Brig. Inspire duration reduced from 6 to 5. Hoggers. Uh, yep. Yeah. It's
1: important. but
0: Inspire is still, like, one of her not-the-strongest abilities in the game. Yeah. One of the strongest non-ultimate abilities. Consider that Inspire doesn't get blocked or cancelled by anything. Yeah. You hack a Lucio, he just loses his entire kit. You hack a Brig, the Inspire still she's works. She's still churning. Yep, she's she pumped. can still swing a fucking mace at you. With a left click and trigger Inspire despite being hacked. Um I I had a I had a coach explain that when I have a conversation with the Overwatch League coach, I had a coach explain this to me just in terms of driving home how strong Inspire is. He says this to me. Inspire is so good that it's not even cancelled with death. Yeah. When Brig dies, the inspire is still fucking going. Which That's is, how strong it is.
1: I'm That's crazy how
0: strong that. it is. Not even death removes yeah. inspire. That's how fucking insane it is. so that's why i laugh when like i don't know overwatch battle.net forum plebs are like brigida's so weak it's like you have no idea you guys are so shit at this game you have no idea because you're not very good at brig you don't understand how 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 good she is you're saying she's weak and she needs buffs holy fuck it's actually wild
2: how much like how quick of a shift Brig has gone from like being like the low skill floor or like the high skill floor like real easy plug and play type of support that she released as to like kind of being suddenly one of the more hard like main support-esque heroes in the pool at the
0: moment it's just because the range it's just because of the range you have to play so close you're constantly you're constantly at risk of dying that's literally Mm -hmm. it
2: well i think there's like yes i think that's the vast majority of what makes her like a difficult hero for like a lot of the the player base. So it's like it's in the inverse of Arissa, I think Brig is one of those heroes that's like, yeah, plebs can't play her. That's fine. Like leave it for the pros. And she's still very, very good for the pros and that's fine. Leave it alone.
0: She's one of those heroes that in the hands of a skilled player, she's so impressive. Crazy. good. Like so um, fucking insane. But uh in the hands of everybody else is like, I don't know where to stand. Uh why can I not permanently heal my team from 50 yep. meters away. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Sorry. He's a toughie. Uh, rant a aside, good <laughs> debuff. Good debuff. Mm-hmm. Good nerf, rather. Good nerf. They still have to do something about the rally. I think there was some commentary from the dev team about the fact that they weren't happy about rally's current place in the game, where it's just like is literally just a downgrade from Overwatch 1 rally. But uh yeah, they haven't quite figured out what to do with that yet. So we'll we'll get there eventually. BAP. Left click damage increased from 24 to 25. Actually kind of huge because that uh that means you can hit certain breakpoints now. Yeah. And then the um primary fire minimum fall-off range increased from twenty to twenty-five, which I th- think means. You have 5 meters of extra range before yeah. your damage starts falling yes. off. Did I read that correctly?
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's how I would read that. And then the primary fire is also a, a three-round burst, correct? So it's not really 20. So it's not really 1.2. So point of 75. So we, yeah.
0: So it's 75 if you hit all three. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. So it's it's a sizable buffer for bat, but I don't know if it's enough to like Wait a minute.
0: 75 is that that's 150 damage headshot, right? Uh I so you can guess, yeah. So if you, you hit, hit all one, three hedgehogs? you can one tap a tracer now
2: theoretically if yeah you,
0: if you hit all three hitchels of a tracer, you've one tapped the tracer. Mm-hmm. you couldn't do that before, so that's what I'm saying, like the breakpoints yeah. points have no, no. changed, Agreed. which is huge
2: yeah anytime you, you tweak stuff like that, like you're gonna you're you gotta go back and do the math and see what what is possible now, and it looks like it's definitely possible to to one unbang a tracer, which is kind of crazy um. I think for as little text as, as there is here, I think there's definitely uh, a lot of offensive uh, potential that Bap now has. Like like yep. I was kind of talking about, like added damage is always like a big move, no matter how small you may think it is. Like added damage is, is very sizable, and Bap's always been somebody. So Dude,
0: Shoes eating yeah. good yeah. coming up. You saw Kiriko yeah. coming out, Bap's been buffed.
2: Oh, I can't wait to see the and kid I'm... on Kiriko. Holy...
0: Like he's he's eating good. Okay, does is, is anybody here care about Mercy? No. Okay, moving on. Bastion. No. <laughs> nope. Okay, it's no, nothing. I'll... No, the Bastion stuff we do have to talk about because there was that's a significant change. Uh, now the Mercy stuff is like some the GA change or the crouch. Just they're just trying to make GA easy to use and and jug descent can now be activated by holding crouch. Okay, all right. right, moving on.
2: One thing I will say about Bastion is that like we we did see him get like an incredibly niche amount of uses against like Jotes as like an opener to like close holds. I don't imagine this to be Uh, much of a a, a buff in that way, but like... uh,
0: This is not a buff for Owl. You will not see any gameplay from Overwatch League with this. Okay, what is the buff? First of all, Ironclad passive is enabled again. again. 20% damage reduction while transformed. My goodness, I think he actually does need this. Yeah, I can't believe I'm defending Ironclad, but Bastion when he transforms into Wheels mode, he just dies. Yeah, when my experience of playing Bastion in the beta is every time I press Shift, I feel I like feel I can't worse. walk forward. I like yeah. legitimately feel like I'm about to die as soon as I press Shift. And yep. yeah, he 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 feels very vulnerable. Good, because your your hitbox is ridiculous. You're like mm. the size of a tank, while well, he's it is a tank form, isn't it? So. <sighs> Yeah, I, I, this is actually kind of positive. It's it's better for the casual player, but uh, yeah, this probably won't move the needle for L.
2: It's yeah. better for the casual player, and it's also not as oppressive as it used to be. Like this, obviously, was a passive that they tried to implement way back when, and it immediately got removed. I think it was also higher damage uh, reduction as well. But um, yeah, I agreed, yeah, This is this is probably healthier for New Bastion with a better uh, tuned uh, damage reduction. So yeah, good for those that are. It's good for.
0: Okay, Reaper. Hellfire shotgun spread reduced from 8 oh, to 7 wow. degrees. More damage. That means uh, slightly more accurate shots. Yep. Right?
2: Yep. Not them, yeah. Unexpected. My
0: problem with Reaper is he is probably the primary benefactor from the new DPS passive, which, again, is only going to be live in the live game. But we are going to get there for playoffs. So he's going to have more accurate shots. And if he gets a single elim, he's going to go buck wild with attack speed and reload speed and move speed.
2: Shoutouts to the That's early me. climbers. No,
0: just, sorry, just reload speed of moves. Speed. Speed. That's still a lot, though. That's still a lot.
2: That's great for Reaper. That's insane. No. So, uh, any early climbers? I can't
0: think of a like hero that benefits more than Reaper from that. Maybe Tracer. I would say. Genji. But aside from Tracer, like Reaper, what Genji, Genji doing? Okay, but I still think Reaper. Reaper's great as great. I let's be let's be real. Genji doesn't need the movement speed because he's got a gap close already. Sure. Tracer okay, she would benefit, but again, she's got really reliable gap flows and blinks and m- mobility there. Reaper just has to run at you. So he needs that 25% movement speed way more than Genji and Tracer. Yeah. Just saying. Which is why I think Reaper is the primary benefactor of the new DPS change. Sure. Alter, the, the, the the passive change. But 8-7, to to, yeah, okay. I mean, maybe they were a little bit... This is, a, this is kind of almost undoing one of the nerfs they gave to Reaper previously. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. We're getting to the big ones now. Sojin. Railgun energy gain from non-player targets reduced by an additional 50%. Oh dear. Actually, this kind of like weakens how good she is versus like a Sigma yeah. and a Ryan. Yeah. Um, this just says to me that once again, they are targeting how often Yes. A Sojin can obtain rail, which I think is like a reasonable nerf. Fair
2: play. Yeah. Hmm. I think this is like an elegant one, like you're saying, that it's like an indirect buff to like barriers, turrets, things of that nature that like also weren't being played. Obviously, you know, they weren't being played because Junker Queen was oppressive. But um, I think this is like a really interesting way to look at the game that uh, I think you look at like the rest of these changes, like damage, movement speed, it's like. You know, energy. You know, ult charge against you know certain targets, or like this. That like it's it's very elegant in like where they're trying to point people. Forward. So, I, I like this change a lot.
0: And we are seeing from continuous Korea and from my knowledge as well, there is still Sojourn being yes. played, but from so what I can tell, she is no longer one hundred percent pick. Right, which is healthy for the game. It's great. So, so we take that. Yeah. What is maybe beginning to <sighs> get close to a one hundred percent pick, though, is. Good Sombra. old Mexican lady. She never stays away for too long. She never does. She never does. Sombra is Stop. back, baby.
3: Stop.
2: I don't wanna Hack. Uh, Hack. tell her to fix her, ability, man. I don't know.
0: Ability lockouts, the silence. Ability lockout duration increase from one to one point seven five seconds. So again, only three quarters of a second increase from one to one point seven five. Not even not even a time two, two increase. Just a just a seventy five percent increase. Not a one hundred percent. Is enough to put her into serious meta contention. Yeah. I am seeing, in contenders of Korea, and and also from hearing beyond that, a lot of sombra gameplay, sombra tracer, sombra sojin, sombra genji, sombra plus anything really. When you, rem-
2: it's 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 one of those heroes that's just going to have such a hard time in Overwatch Two because like the identity is that she's like. Hacking and disabling enemy champions, which is like inarguably like a version of CC that other DPS just like can't have. So when you uh, like allow her to set up either her flex support or her second DPS or her tanks to just like jump on a target. I don't think it's a great like it's not like a fun thing to play against. It's also very, very strong. I don't think they'll ever get it right. Sombra, like, yeah, it's seventy point seven five. This a not,
0: second. Can I just? I I didn't actually, and I didn't actually uh, supply an opinion on this yet. So I will do it now. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that crazy. Like, I I think this is a very tame buff. Of course, she's getting a lot of playtime, but is that is that bad? I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think she's overpowered. Um. Your your silence for another seventy point point seven five seconds again less than less than one second extra Agreed, yeah which and she needed this as well because her hack before
2: was <laughs> was talking
0: dog- <laughs> shit it was not good a one second hack no one cares dude no like literally what a joke and what I understand an absolute joke
2: I can already hear the instantaneous rebuttal of of what I'm about to say but I don't. For, for my my opinion my own take I don't know that like locking people out of playing the game is like a necessarily good thing for video games
0: what what would you say that one 1.75 is too long because to me it's reasonable 1. I think 1.75 is very reasonable it is I would
2: I would agree it's reasonable but at the professional level I do have to wonder if it is just too much I it, it so to the, me so as club little writer boy Half like I I am seeing a significant play rate increase. I understand where she's strong. It has to be very abusable. It has to be very strong. Ergo, it must not be like that bad, right? It has Look, to be
0: I'm a, I'm, I'm a somber apologist because I'm biased with Shanghai winning. No, because sure I'm a somber apologist because I think she is one of the few DPS heroes that have that is very focused on team play. And I rate Agreed. that highly. I I Agreed. like that about her kit. I like that she, especially in Overwatch One, mm. was a very team play focused. because her individual, and unless your name is Lip, yeah. you you were not dealing lethal damage. Sombra a, was not a lethal hero unless yep. your name was Lip. A lot of doggy um, sombras out there. So last so, so so Sombra in Overwatch One was mostly like, to be honest with you, kind of a support hero. Yep, a support hero in the DPS slot because her damage was not great but her ultimate was amazing and hacks allowed you to set up plays and so because there's a lot of setup that, and I I like the the show of the strategy there of map control setup line sure. of sights sombra positioning um and setting up dives and all that. like that that's very interesting to me I like all of that it's a, it's a it's a sort of a team play focused aspect that I really enjoyed about sombra uh, and I'm glad that she can be brought back in that way. And I think 1.75 seconds is very fair. It's not to put in perspective, six seconds from Overwatch sure. 1. Yeah. Okay. So before anyone freaks out, about, oh 1.75. Remember, she had six seconds in Overwatch 1. This is Yeah, like which is so <laughs> tame. This is so tame.
1: Yeah. On
2: top of that, like a lot of her damage is baked into like the hack amplification for herself. Um yeah. Oh. which again she was never really meant to deal damage she never was a great damage dealer unless your name was lip um so like it, it's never about dealing damage at least for me um it, it, it really has more to do with like the the minor window um that feels massive at the the professional you know level uh where you, you the counterplay just isn't there like you actually Sorry, it's can't five
0: seconds from Overwatch. In, anyway that's still that's still yeah. you know it just, what i'm saying it also feels
3: so bad it's just such an unfun. Like, you you gotta design abilities. Like, even if that was fully balanced, it's not fun, right? Yeah. That it's just fails fun. completely on that on that and, level. And, the, and Which it I goes agree across with, But, the but then what's the
0: solution? Well, then what's the solution? Because the devs <laughs> have, have they have stated that they've tried yeah. various other versions of Sombra with her hack. They tried versions where no silence is occurring at all. Yep. And in all the versions where she doesn't silence at all, she just feels she bad just feels to play. Bad. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what's the solution then?
2: I I I have to lump delete. Did you just <laughs> delete mercy?
0: Delete mercy first, and then delete Sobra second. If we want to go in that I pathway.
2: by Discord. I'm tired of
0: these. You I mean- said delete, and Joe deleted. He's just exited.
2: No, I think I think the devs, this is like a dev problem child. Like, I think Arisa is just a dev problem child. I think Junker Queen is going to be a dev problem child. Like, you're never going to, like, get her in a space that's also, like, healthy. She like, you have to, like, re-envision what the hero does. And I and I hate that that's just such a nebulous and, like, really general statement. But, like, like the devs are saying and, like, we're seeing she's either, like, really, really strong and, like, sees a lot of pick rate. Or she doesn't get played at all. And I just don't know.
0: Because what she does is niche. Her job is niche. That's why.
2: Agreed. So it's either like you give more people silences, um, which I don't think is healthy for the game. No. Or she has to be kind of re-envisioned. Um, and they tried that. And it it's, I don't know. I Sombra is a hard one. And I don't hate if it's just for like this. Can I? You know, if it's not super. You, you know what?
3: What they call pre- what they call the situation devs find themselves in when when they have like problem children <sighs> like Sombra and uh, Sojourn and Orisa feels mm-hmm. Jeff Goodman.
0: <laughs> okay, I I have a suggestion. I'm gonna okay. throw this one out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh Hit me. Manual hack time, okay. This is maybe this is there's a little bit of convolutedness about this because I'm about to change the interaction of hacks from either manual and emps. Manual hack time, the manual hack duration for silence is now 1.5 seconds, not 175. But the emp is now 2.5. But your bonus damage to hack targets is what is it currently 40? Yeah. It's now 24. no, fuck it. 20
2: 20 percent, just flat, just like instead of you forty. You deal it's twenty.
0: 20%? You you deal you deal. Yeah, your bonus damage bonus to hack targets reduced by a whole fifty a whole fifty percent from what it is currently. I, I'm so not gonna lie. So essentially, what I'm getting to, what I'm what I'm getting yeah. towards is I'm moving her a little bit further back into a supporting role that still retains some of the damage. Yeah, because the the hack is still significantly weakened. Again, two point five seconds. Of an EMP silence is still only half as good as it was in Overwatch One, which is five. Yeah. What I'm trying to do is give a little bit more power back into the EMP, which is what she was all about in Overwatch yes. One. Like that, you every yes. all Sombra gameplay was revolving around for the most building part EMP. building EMP and then deploying he EMP, and letting that letting that carry your team fight. So I'm trying to put the power back into that. And give us a little bit more of the Overwatch One Sombra gameplay without the ludicrously long silence period of five seconds. Is what I'm trying to get towards.
2: I like that more. Um, I think her EMP, even going back to like Kickoff Clash, like hand tracking some of the stats, like it was an abysmal win rate when EMP was used um, versus teams that didn't have Sombra. Like it was actually hilarious. Like the EMP into lose combo was very, very real. Um, So I like wholeheartedly agree. Like EMP needs some love. I don't think like Hack. Is a is where she needs help. I think her ult just doesn't feel fun anymore. It doesn't feel impactful because mm. it isn't impactful. So I, I I agree that vector is where they really should be looking.
1: Yeah, yeah. I... Big so,
0: agree. Yeah, so I uh, that's my take on Sombra. Uh, I also think, for what it's worth, the increase in damage to hack targets from a for casual POV is not fun. Because I know that if you are playing against a Sombra in a casual game, and obviously if you're a support, you're just going to get fucked by her. Mm -hmm. She just appears, hacks you from stealth, and just like rails you down while your team doesn't even know what's going on. They don't. They're clueless and they can't even help you. That feels bad. So I'm trying to take some power away from her straight up left-click damage and put it into the EMP. Because at least the EMP, you know, it only comes up once in a while. And her left-click damage is not as fucking insane with the hack. Uh, which feels better for the casual player also. So I'm. No, I trying think to help a, I'm trying to help a brother out here.
2: <laughs> I think it, it, the like the, the the kind of pseudo patch notes or the hypothetical patch notes that you like for Sombra um, is elegant in that way because it it leans her more into the niche pick of being this more supportive DPS. It yeah. kind of like allows her to retain her not class fantasy it's not wow but like the fantasy of like this hacker-esque hero that's like disabling people but without it feeling oppressive and without her having to be this like flanking threat um yeah i i think that would be cool i think you probably don't see her played all that often but when you do it's it's kind of cool it's kind of neat and i think that's maybe where she needs to sit
0: the identity the hero should sit in the emp not as this fucking invisible well said well that shit is not fun yes okay hash done are we finally ready for print No, in fact, you know, let's just end to <laughs> no, okay. do Preds? I don't know. Let's do Preds. Let's do Preds. We can we can zoom through them. Let's pick a couple.
3: Let's go. Ready Preds. Um Also, by the way, just quickly, meta, I think we're going to have some uh some stylistic choices here. At least in the first
0: week. Good. It feels like good. It, yeah. That's that that is my ideal Overwatch game. Yeah. Where teams can can play their own style, their own read on the meta, their own stylistic choices, and build their own identity as a team instead of everyone just playing the same fucking shit. That is my ultimate dream. Yeah. Houston, Boston. Uh, Reminder: Houston has creative now.
2: Am I gonna say it? I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it. I think if we're talking about stylistic choices and a team that I think was woefully under under oh. celebrated.
0: You said yeah, coming out of
2: the that's that's the hashtag woeful. Um, I think Boston is a stylistic team. I think. I given smoke pack.
3: You're smoking the punk pack.
2: I'm smoking the punk pack. I'm smoking yeah. some like weird sigma packs. I'm smoking some weird like death ball shit, and I'm Go I'm gonna on, give Boston glory. the edge here. I'm gonna say three two Boston.
3: Nah, nah, this is like a three one.
0: You want to hear a take? Shoot me. A take. Hit me, baby. I think Punk's been benched again. Say it ain't so, ever. Why? Please. You no. want to know why? You want to know why? Because the off tank hero pool is not great for this meta, in my opinion. Okay. The reason why I don't think it's good is because I think Winston is, is flavor of the month again for this meta. No Doomfist? And you, well, the problem with Doomfist is you're going up against Sombra Anna. Ah, true. And you're Sombra right. Anna kind of right. fucks you hard. So you're right. And Sombra just got buffed, so now true. you're hacked out for one point <laughs> seven five, and you can't block and jump or do anything. Nope.
2: So I'll I'll surrender there. You 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 checkmated me. I I'm, I'm gonna Carlson out of this and
0: one. <laughs> look, listen. As much as I love my brethren Punk, yeah, as, as much as I enjoy Punk in Australia, Mag has got the better Winston. I think we can. We all have to be objective. Yeah. In our understanding, you can, you are you are definitely picking Mag's Winston instead of Punk's Winston. I'm sorry, but that's the truth. That's Very assuming true. Boston is trying to play what I consider to be meta. Now, if they're gonna be doing some wacky stuff, then Punk will be in, but he'll be playing full time Sigma. I don't fucking yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, like I, I don't think they're on think Punk's that playing pack. No. I don't think Punk's playing Winston. They probably Which should. Means... <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't know what to think about Boston. I part of we me wants them, them to they're play. Right. Part of them wants them to just play meta and play mag. But then part of me is like. Maybe they should just keep punking and play something else. But then if they play something else, I'm like, what if that's just worse compositionally, you know? Fuck.
2: I mean, if you you can look at, like, a London and kickoff clash, if you can look, like, at a Florida at least qualifying for the summer showdown, like, we've seen some strats at least get you to the dance, and I feel like that's at least a a win for Boston, no? Like, this is, if if you can make this instead of a 70-30 in a meta mirror... To like a sixty forty doing
0: some ganja shit,
2: I'm I'm here for it.
0: I will very controversially say Boston win three two. My guy, my boy. Let me explain why. (laughs) Because (laughs) I don't trust Dog.
2: Let's go. That's that's, you trust Dante though.
0: The problem is Dante can't play tank because I think because Doom is weak. In this match, uh-huh, so Dan, if you stick Dante on doom, you are setting yourself up for failure, I promise you, Yep. Yep. now i I Houston might make me eat my words because, like Houston will somehow just outskill Boston or Boston will just do a Boston thing and lose anyway. But like even if Houston beat Boston with Dante Doom, Houston playing against any team on their level higher, you're going to see that doom crumble. So I, in the long run, I will still be correct, even if Houston somehow beat Boston.
2: That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Based. Based. epic hedge. Um,
0: and also Dante is like one of the better Sombra players. You want the scum, true? Sombra. Yeah. You don't. You don't want him on a doom. You I want him a Sombra. yes
3: not wrong. Yes. Based?
1: Based.
0: So I, I don't know. I don't. I, th- I think creative Lastro is better than Crimson MCD though. I do foresee oh, for sure. a bit of double, some double flex support coming back. But I don't think Crimson MCD is bad either. I don't know. I. I uh, dog is just interesting. The, the dog is the point that sticks out to me like a sore thumb that I'm not too sure about. So I'm willing to I'm willing to lean Boston because of it. Sure, my guy. All right, right Dallas Justice. Is that's it Rio, for yeah? we will see you guys next week.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so are there any interesting games left? Let's see. I think Atlanta uh, Toronto is pretty meaningful towards end of season standings.
2: I think it's also. Uh, and maybe I'm wrong in saying this, but I feel like we're gonna see a big market correction for Toronto. No, we do we feel that way?
0: Oh, oh sorry. We all going Are we just doing three zero Dallas Washington moving? On? I I would say. Okay. okay. All right. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So, Atlanta Toronto. Yeah. Remember, like... Hawks' hero pool is important here. He this is another doomfist team that is yeah. affected by the the fact that Doomfist is not that great. So it's true. I think Muse is maybe back in. I think Muse might be back in to play the Winston legitimately.
2: <sighs> Certainly could be. That's also that's also very true.
0: The thing is, battle like, teams are forcing some off tank shit. I don't know. I feel
2: yeah, I, I feel like if you're,
3: still not available. I don't know. If you're mm, maybe, but if you're like really able to force your meta, then. I mean, Hawke can probably play something, something serviceable. Maybe and a diva. This is, this is the first. Like, like then it's like speedily Kai all the way, and I'm, I'm interested there. I think although gets body backed.
0: No, I don't. I don't. I think Venom plays.
2: My guy, let's I go. Plays.
0: So you are not have one of Kai and Speedily is not going to be in, in my opinion.
2: Yep. And you know what? It's probably not Kai, or it probably is Kai.
0: Sorry, when you say is Kai, do you mean Kai is in or out? Yeah,
2: Kai is out. I think it's Speedily Venom.
0: Speedily Venom. And
2: this this boy's about to open up on some tracer. I think they play. I think they play sombra tracer diva. Whatever the supports are.
0: Speedily sombra.
2: Oh, actually, a, no, 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 right. no, 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 you're right, no, 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 you're right, no, 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 no. you're right, you're right. Uh, I, I guess maybe it'd have to be Genji, huh? Do
0: they, do they even play Sombra? Venom, probably. I, I, I mean,
2: Brad said Venom was, that's like the role they wanted him to play, so this would
0: be like a litmus test. What about Nero Sombra? Is that a yeah, thing? Yeah, I was thinking yeah, about that.
2: Maybe. <laughs> I don't know.
3: They gotta win this. This is like direct thing, like who, if you want to have a chance for, still for playoffs.
2: It's rough to
0: have an important game first week in like a new meta. meta, That's rough.
2: Really open meta as well.
0: Yeah.
3: Define is sitting at 13 points. Rain is sitting at 12.
2: I think this goes, like, for me, this goes back to like, like, bare, like, just the pieces that you have, like, what you've shown me all season long. And like, yes, Toronto's coming off of like a really, really big performance. Obviously, their biggest, like, I think in franchise history. But I don't think like that meta like, a lot of transitional skills from that meta are coming into this one I think we've seen this meta kind of in some facets before and I don't really rate Toronto all that highly on it, so I, for me I feel like this is a convincing Atlanta victory, I'm gonna say 3-1 yeah, I think I'm
3: going to Atlanta as well maybe not convincing, but 3-1 <sighs> I'm gonna
0: do some tea leaf reading, here. okay
2: Ours is in Gatorade, Jupiter, Retrograde.
0: Why am I leading? Tell me why I'm leaning Toronto. Am I crazy? You're leaning Toronto. You're, I don't think it's crazy. You're
3: on the Hemissi Mimetic. Love
1: <laughs> that.
0: Twilight, Twilight, Anna, Muse, Winston sounds kind of good to me. I, the problem I have with Atlanta is I think, unfortunately, Gator's out, and they're kind of stuck with Hawks hero pool. And do if we, Winston's if Winston's really important, I don't know what Hawk's gonna do.
2: D.Va? do we hate D.Va as like a replacement? I, I, don't, I don't know. That. I, I don't like I, I think it. I think, but...
0: I think she's. I think she could be viable, but I don't know how good she is. Fair. Based on That's based fair. on everything I know about the current upcoming meta, Winston should be king. He should be priority number one for tank pick, mm-hmm. and everything else is below that. Whether it's Zarya or D.Va or Sigma or whatever. Well, Sigma obviously has a bit of more priority on like the sure, escort map, course. but. Generally speaking, Winston's got a higher priority. So if I follow that thread, I come back to the tank matchup and I lean Toronto because of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Fair play. I don't hate that. So I'm, I'm going to go Toronto
0: 3-1. On. I'm going to go Toronto 3-1 for that reason alone. So should we just do like the ones that are important? I,
3: I think Eric has located like Hangzhou, uh, Spark against Fusion to also be important for the third Spark. guaranteed APEC pop.
2: How is that head to head, Avril? Do you know the head
0: to head? I can bring it up. Shanghai versus Seoul for a uh, big one, yeah. All yeah. time sake, There's it's not important because they're both going to make it. But you know, for, yeah. for just for the rivalry, you know, oh, toast just for the rivalry, you know? yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: I hate, let's, let's I hate, move, I hate remembering what we said. Move last down show.
0: chronologically. Move down chronologically. Uh, Hangzhou, Chengdu, anything of value there? Chengdu kind of got to do something. Yeah. There? Yeah. Right, I'm right, feeling right.
2: like a s I'm feeling like a spark bounce back like
0: oh this I, guy's a teru Necro believer
2: I'm not a I don't believe in them. I think it's more so that I just don't know what Chung do are up to half the time like they're very kind of weird to me. I think <sighs> that they could fit this meta, but I also thought they could have fit like a couple metas previously that they just don't, and it just looks kind of wonky and goofy, and yeah, I don't know. both teams seem like they're. They've got some stinky, some stinky locker rooms. So uh, I'm just gonna go shy Alpha Yi pound and a pound Chengdu three one.
3: No, I'm like I'm not giving Spark the time of the day. This is three one hunters.
1: I don't hate that either,
0: bro. I'm I'm coming in with the Omega hot take. Oh, Chengdu three zero. Fuck.
1: Okay. why? Okay.
0: Leave goes back on a tracer, Jimmu goes on a sombra, two great picks for those two players that know what they're doing Ace. Monk gets to play his signature pick of Anna Nisha can jump on a Lucio or a Brig, doesn't matter, Ace. and Gaga can play Winston one of his two good picks sure. alongside yeah. Ball everything in that upcoming comp is extremely yeah. proficient for what Chengdu want to do as yep. a team and Leave finally gets to leave the scan jail Ace. I think Chengdu I uh, look. If Chengdu can't fucking win in this meta, just write them off as a team. Perfect, I don't give a fuck anymore.
3: coming based.
0: This is like a very, very good meta for Chengdu yeah. because simply because Jammu can play a good hero and allow leave to finally play Tracer. Yeah. Boom. Done. Val yeah, okay. Sol, Sol Val, which is three zero, three zero. That yeah, one Sol really Next. Game. Um. We care about Paris, London. Inter- 3-0 oh, Rio London.
1: Next.
3: Uh, right. cool. Mayhem. I'm sorry. These, next. Also three. These guys,
0: these guys got no faith in Luke Mino, Fucking hell. Oh, sorry. Uh,
3: <laughs> Luke Womino.
0: <one> <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, these guys got no faith in Crowley. Fuck's sake. Ooh. Uh What are we up to? Do, do we? Are we skipping Florida, Glad, Toronto, New York a little bit? Are we just yeah. Those. That's off? a. That's
2: a three o. Yeah. That's a okay. Friday. No.
0: All right. Glad's Great.
3: is going to take bodies this stage. I think. Yes.
0: Uh, yes. Actually, I gotta. I gotta take. Back. I think Glad's. I think Glad's three one, not three o. That's right. fair. That's that's fair. historically been been so, uh, I, think, to... I think I think I think gl- I think Glads are fucking bad at taking three 0s They're very inconsistent yeah. at three zeros. Let's see. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay. Shhh. Are we ready for NYL?
0: You want to talk about Toronto? You are talking about Toronto three zero? You want to 3-0, Yeah.
2: New York sucks. Okay. Next.
0: Alright. Go. Okay.
2: No. Don't even. Don't even pedal me. Don't three three e- two defines. Three two. two.
3: Yeah. 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 I, I'm even inclined <clears throat> to give it to uh, NYXL, but I'm I'm not Yo, that uh, hard on the hot pack.
2: Yo. You're you're that down on the he Messi train? Yes. Shit! All right. You know, train, you know what train?
0: You do You train? You train? is about to get on though. <laughs> oh one up? baby, oh one.
3: No, it's what, more what, like. What, 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 oh, true. What? Yeah, yeah, what? yeah is defined actually just yeah. going to be forced to play muse and then they have to use their brains once again because beforehand it was just hot hot buzz run a... running down yeah. there.
2: <laughs> you're not wrong you're not wrong i i think that like finale is definitely like com- like competent i think this team will be fine i think like it might not be a 3-0 but like i don't expect new york to like get their shit together all of a sudden i and
0: can't wait for all the people good. look Depending on what New York do, if it's double flex support, obviously is not an issue. Yeah. If it's single flex support for them, I can't wait for all the people that are like, oh my God, they benched Gangnam Jin. Why are they putting Ho One in the flex support? Yeah. And I'm just sitting there like, you guys realize this was the whole, this is the whole just reason they're signing long. Ho One is because they want to play him on flex support. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you guys, you guys didn't realize this? Come on, fucking hell. Yeah. Fucking hell. You guys didn't see this coming? Ah, uh, pity you. Unlucky. Shanghai
3: Soul, dude. This is actually... F- is it no no is no it? this is hot this is, is it though hot. yeah no it is i don't smurf know. on winston i don't think it is smurf on winston profit back yeah. on dps yeah nah profit
0: tracer
2: that's why i'm thinking soldiers like let, let oh. me
0: put it, let me let me let me tee it up for you it's fate versus smurf winston yep it's it's lip versus fitzombra Yep, it's profit versus. I suppose it's going to have to be Flitter isn't it? Prophet versus Flitter mm-hmm. tracer. It's <laughs> baby, and no, I'm joking. It's not going to be baby. Um, it's <laughs> it's Archie Lee Jigon versus. I, I like that backline. Fucking Eris is it now, guys? Eris, Eris Vendame. Holy fucking. Oh.
3: Yeah, that's going to be a sick match, but I'm not sure if it's <sighs> clear kid. for. I'm I'm going three two dynasty, but like I think it's going to be a good match.
0: Let me I put think... it this way. Simple this way. Mm. Profit clears Fletter. I'm sorry, Flitter's not yes. a good season. Big clear. clears. Lip, yeah. Lip clears Fitz. Lip clears. Sure. I'm sorry, Fitz. Lip has cleared him his whole career. Lip will not stop clearing <laughs> <true>. Fitz now <laughs> today. True. Like if, if um, Fletter
3: is currently thinking about military service and like retiring, then Profit is going to make that decision very easy.
2: Yes, very clear. <laughs> Old Yeller. Oh, hell.
0: Um oh, Smurf, eh?
2: That's a tight match. I'm
0: inclined to give it a smurf here, but I think Fate's no chump.
2: I don't think he's a chump, but I think if this is an open meta and like, and this is obviously first match of the season or one of yeah. the first matches. You
0: say open, but I guarantee you soul play smurf Winston profit tracer dive. 100%. The, yeah. The classic soul Smurf, profit coordinated dive that they, they've been the best. Yeah, that was yeah. the best look this year. I promise yeah. you that's what they play. Yeah.
2: No, uh, I feel you. So yeah, I I think it's, I think it's tight when it's in the head to head, but I just think that like, Sombra inherently being more supportive. Granted, it is Lip. So like he's going to output more damage than anybody else in the league, more than likely.
0: No, no, um, this Sombra uh, is not supportive. This Sombra still has a 40% damage buff on hack.
2: Yeah. Sure. Uh, I don't know. And Fitz, I,
0: was, Fitz was railing dudes in Overwatch 1 without that.
2: Was he's, he's, about,
0: he's about to fucking shit on people in Overwatch 2 with a 40% damage buff.
2: Uh, I don't know. Is he, is he shitting I don't know. quicker than Lip, though? Is it? Uh, well, that's what he's saying. i think it's his, are you Lip shitting. shitting on people. Lip oh, right. is shitting on people. Okay, is sorry, he shitting on people mean. quicker than Profit? That's where I'm like, e-. I don't he's know. A,
0: he's, he's about to make the second best somber in the world in Fitz. <laughs> he's, about to, he's about to shit in Fitz's hands and clap. That's, that's going to be the gap between number one and number he's two going to shit in his pants. Uh, yeah. The gap between Lip and Fitz might actually be greater than the gap between Profit and Flitter, and that's a fucking take.
2: Ooh. Ooh, I think that's the narrative. I think that's like the prevailing thing is like Flett coming and in. It's not,
0: not because Fitz is bad. That's no. just because it's Lips, just fucking, Lips is
2: fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. Fitz, is,
0: Fitz is still, I think, going to be better than most other songwriters in this meta. But Lip Lippers in a league of his own, truly.
2: Mm. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yep. 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 Okay.
0: I mean, Who wins, though? I say Shanghai. I've I've, I've, I've I've gassed up Lip. I have to say Shanghai. I think I've gassed him up too hard at this stage. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I can't I I can't say all of that about lip and then and then be like, but you know what? First soul one. I can't do that. You know, that doesn't make any sense. So.
2: <laughs> I've got
3: soul three uh, one. I got sold three two. Okay. We got some
0: credit. I, I think I should probably Shanghai 3 1. Fair play. I'm I'm so ready for profit back on a DPS though. Yes.
2: Yeah. So based. Fucking okay, no. hell.
0: Um Hunter's well, charge. We, how much do we do? How much do we care about Hunter's charge?
2: I'm charge all the way, baby. That's charge shot four.
3: No, is no dog. it's an important Char- match.
0: Well, charge, like, charge are trying to catch up to Hunters. I mean, yeah. Let's just put it this way: a Pritter plays right. Surely a he plays. He
2: fucking plays, boys. Yeah.
0: Ooh, so he that's what I'm saying, uh, you gotta think about this, yeah, you know, Gordie, I like
3: it, yeah, but like he's still playing into leave, dude, like
2: yes if if char- if hunters come in and they actually body bag spark, then yeah, I think this is like pretty impossible, is, like I don't expect them to play well, that's just my opinion that's just Storm Joe, me. Joe it's, it's, this is
3: this the charge has definitely the capacity to not feel the preta here. <laughs>
2: You think so? Yeah, we gonna call Eileen in for a thirty day,
0: dude. I, I no, yeah. they hate. They don't like Eileen. Beef. <laughs> they actually, got mad beef with Eileen anyway. Was Eileen gambling?
2: Doing slots. Take what, what was that?
0: Oh, no. no. <laughs> so, oh, you guys don't believe in the piggy dream? Come on. No,
2: God, Jesus, please.
0: Piggy coming in on the. I, I believe in Ty, dollar. I
2: believe in a pretta. Mm. I got Charge. Charge oh, is actually no. a big one. Hmm. I know.
0: No, Pritter's bench. No, Pritter's not gonna play. I just realized that Predator's not gonna play. Why? I guarantee you, this team chooses choice who want to play Tracer over Pritta. Uh,
2: that would be a coaching yep. error.
0: I don't know. Would it be choice? Choice oh, Tracer is well. fucking solid. Choice so- Tracer is very fucking nice.
2: Ah. Uh. I mean, I'm sure it's not bad, but it's not a predator.
0: I I think you choose Jimmy as your sombra. My gut feeling is Jimmy plays sombra, and you choose between Choi and Predator for Tracer. And my gut feeling is they choose Choi.
2: Then you don't ever need a predator. Yeah, I don't know. If 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 a predator genuinely doesn't play, then I, they have fumbled a massive massive player. I like Choi. Don't get me wrong, but he's not a predator. Yeah, no. You gotta give him some some.
0: Give uh, me um give me your fumble power rankings leave not leave give me fumble power rankings chung do hunters dropping a pritta mm-hmm. or the uh-huh. charge picking up a Pritter and not using him. which one's the bigger fumble
2: i mean chung i think it has to be the latter like you proactively chose a pritta and then chose not to play him chung do had financial constraints and then had to let go of SOMEBODY, uh, not, but they but, didn't pick but nice that. <laughs> but they let go
0: of the wrong person. I know they So that's still reason. a fumble. They let go of the wrong person. That's a fumble. But still. at least
2: it's like outside factors limiting you and having to make you make a decision, whereas charge is just like, eh, um, no Alprita. Like, what's, that to me is the bigger fumble. What, what's the
3: bigger fumble? Letting Alprita go or letting Xerneas go?
0: Well, I mean if Xerneas no, is no, being a little I brat. Back. I do not I do not back Xerneas. Yeah, if yeah, he's being a no. brat, he deserves to be let go. Yeah,
2: you gotta go. Uh, I back Ray. Let's go, Ray. Yeah, I guess.
0: Okay, all so right. What I'm, I'm going. trying to say is I think Chengdu 3 0. What? Okay. If I if I back Chengdu to demolish yeah. the spark, I back them to then demolish Then you the they charge. probably demolish charge yeah, as well. That's my, That's my logic. Uh I'm, I'm, I'm flipped on that. Sure. I gotta
2: go charge. Going you gotta one. go charge? Yes, sir. Oh. Top four again. Charge. Dude, going to the my tournament. My problem is that there I'm, isn't
3: one. I'm, I'm neither Krong nor Piggy pilled. Like... Based. So <laughs> true, bestie. So, like, so
2: true. It's
3: like, this is my <laughs> problem. Everything else I kind of like. Yeah.
0: I'm going. What have you
2: liked about Chengdu this year? That's what I'm saying, bro. Leaf.
0: Um, no, but yeah, a Lee's a good more, player. There's, but there's a lot more too, like, is the thing. Holy I can still shit. see the potential there for Changdu. I'm not sure I see for charge. Uh,
3: am I going to go against everything I stand for and go 3-2 charge? Let's go, baby! That's insane. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm going 3 to charge. Yeah. Imagine backing a team that Hi doesn't the main tank.
0: Imagine a team that has Krong and Piggy, no Diva main tank and no ability to play Winston. Imagine backing that team. That's wild. I'm putting that in the oh, piggy bank.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, fuck. Do we? I mean, okay. If we, you know, is, okay, is Vancouver, worth,
0: London, Vancouver, London is worth talking about. I think no?
2: yes.
0: Fully valiant. Uh, uh, no, no. Okay. Yeah.
2: No. Is
0: Rhine playable?
2: <sighs> Does it matter?
0: <laughs> Maybe. I think Hardy will make Maybe. it playable.
2: I think he will. I think you've got a little bath buffage. You've got, you know. It's maybe some double flex supports. What's maybe you you see a poker sighting? Bap buffage, Bap buffage, Bap buffage. I'm like, what is he talking about? Bath bombs, yeah, bath bath salts. I'm smoking Uh, bath salts, yes, that makes sense. Baking
0: soda, um,
3: yeah, doing whippets right here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What a deranged can I paint a picture for you? What if London don't play Ryan and they just play Dyson? Yeah, that
3: works.
2: I think. What if I, I don't hate that either? I think I think it's for me. This is a clear London victory, but I still think Vancouver put up a fight. I think you, I got them three one. So
0: if London, so if London didn't play Ryan and only play Dive, you still have them over yes. Vancouver. Yes.
2: Yeah, I think no, they've I, proven to me that they can actually play oh, that. Actually, comp you're, and right, play you're right.
0: Well. You're right. Vancouver don't have a tank. Yeah, yeah. You're actually completely right. Yeah, uh, Mirror can't play Doom uh, at I, the moment. I feel like you can't trust False.
3: I feel so, like having London too hard as a pinning it too hard as a Ryan team is also like memetic. Yes, it's, stuff. A, it's a like it's yep. they it's also even what? it's like really like this memetic vehicle that you just attach to because they do one. it. Like what they th- this team really has never like played it blanket on any map. They always mixed in Winston and it was always like a little mm. bit
2: over suggested uh, in stage two definitely. Um, Agreed. Stage two. I think in stage one it was a little rougher on the edges when they did pick Winston, but they at least showed. I have a it. question.
0: I have a question. Mm. Do you do you guys think Khan plays mm. on
2: circuit? Yes. Is they doing pl- double flex? Why not? Yeah, I think on circuit maps when you see BAP when but, you uh, see no, in these. But other...
0: otherwise, no. No, he... isn't BAP Landon's specialty?
2: Uh, yeah. I,
3: and think then you just... I don't know if it matters unless you believe someone is. So, as I pin Christopher, and I haven't talked to him with her about it, but if you believe Khan is like a 10, 5 to 10% upgrade on Landon, I still think he might be of the idea to not play Khan, just to play, uh, keep, you know, team atmosphere and everything in check. Sure. Um, even though I guess now it's sort of like he's integrated, maybe like you just really play the guy that is better suited. I think ideally you probably, like, it, from a team perspective, I think you almost want to make fle- double flex work more. Yeah.
2: I think it, I think they're probably right. going to force a little bit of it. Maybe on defense, on escort, That's maybe on, on circuit or something.
0: I'm ready to back London as well. I'll give them a three. Zero. I, I don't have to Vancouver's tanks. No, I don't know. Nice. False and false American. I don't think they're going to be that. No. I don't know what they're going to do in this meta. You know, you've you've got a DPS player and an off tank.
2: And London shown a, a propensity for Sombra. Nah, I don't
0: uh, I shock Washington, dude. Washington Three-o. just fully fucked, or, or like, what's it, going on? Uh, it's so again? hard to
2: tell. Wait, like, do
0: you not have faith in the assassin Sombra? What are you doing, Joe? Come on.
2: Oh, somebody call Isak. Um, no, I I like them last patch. But I think that, like, it was such a different patch and such a different meta that, like, certain teams, Toronto, Justice, maybe even Boston, Houston, some of those teams, um, these teams on the cusp, like, I think you're going to see, a, like, a, a a kind of a big market correction. I think you're going to see Justice kind of a little. What, I'll tell out you what. From, from...
0: I think Justice will still be okay in this meta. The problem is their first two games are Dallas yeah. and Sharks, so they will be losing yet. So hard. Unfortunately. Uh, actually, you know, I got to take. You guys ready for a take? Oh, no. Shock 3 2. Washington go up 2 0, uh, get reverse swept. Again? Yeah, again. Again? Yeah. Washington go up 2 0, get reverse swept. Damn. Again. Make it four. It would be a shock four thing. Times. Four would times. Be a shock call to make. That would be a Washington thing, is what it would be.
2: Yeah. Uh, a little bit of them, too, for uh, sure. I think
0: I you just, uh, if you haven't yet, you just straight up into depression as Washington just <laughs>
3: No, nah, I'm I'm going three oh shock.
2: Yeah, say.
0: You guys don't believe in the Washington two zero lead, all right? No. Uh, do we care about Florida Boston? Is that an important game? Mm, no.
2: I'm gonna in a weird way, I'm gonna say that Boston loses though, because I think Florida is the wonkier team and I think they're gonna do some crackhead shit.
0: <laughs> the wonkier team.
2: They got some they got some all that right. that baganja man. I don't know what to tell you. Double flex, last patch. Yep. I'm saying okay. some someone's,
0: someone's got to roll out on either a hog or a rift. <laughs> nice. Somehow make it work. It's
3: it's clear Florida, right? Like three one. I would say so. Yes, yeah. based. Okay.
0: Boston, like you know, they forget what tank they want. Like yeah, uh, mag-, mag comes in. Uh, It's all you play. It's all you. Yeah. Play. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah I'll game. give Florida three one here. Let's go. Let's go. Um. We just go straight to Shang, no, to Philly Hangzhou, I think it was Shanghai just 3 years, 0 here, surely. Lip yeah, clears. yeah, lip clears uh, for sure. Lip, lip clears so who cares? <laughs> Philly oh, Hangzhou. fuck.
2: But, uh oh, Britta!
3: <clears throat> what? Oh, no, no, with at Philly Hangzhou.
2: Yep. oh I know, but I'm, I don't know. Yeah, I'll say, I'll say dragons, but I'm. Yo, Bellas Ria back
0: in. Let's go!
2: Yeah, I, I mean, like I thought he was quite good in midseason. I was, he was like a standout for me. I thought his ball was actually quite nice, but I don't think he'll be playing ball. But I'm just saying, like he's mechanically very talented.
3: The Los and Rale- um, Joya has locked on.
2: Yeah, um, mm. I I got this Philly, but these teams always go close, so I've got Philly three right,
0: two. Who's the sombra player on Philly? Are they even gonna play sombra? And who is it? Is it three? I, c- I certainly or is hope.
2: Please, don't let it be Carpe.
0: Please, Jesus, we've seen that in the past. I don't ever want to see it again. What's what's Carpe's history on Sombra? I actually can't remember.
3: It doesn't matter if Carpe is going to play the first two weeks.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Is it because of the way that they aim?
0: Oh my god, I think actually Zest might play it. Then Airman 3 will go Tracer, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Zest is their primary Tracer player, but I think... Yeah. I legitimately think Zest is also their son of player, I think. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Um, maybe the more they I'm thinking still about, play the Sojan, right? They could. Ah, uh, It's not impossible. Yeah. and yep. 3 might just stay the Sojan. Why not? Definitely on some maps.
2: I like Philly more and, than I like it, Spark right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'm on the board of that. I think I also like Philly more than I like Spark. Same. I also just think. Well, actually, I was gonna say I like what Fusion can do with the tanks, but then I forget that Gushrei is on this team.
1: Yeah.
0: But uh, I don't know. I feel like Spark are in a weird place internally, where the whole Gushrei burner mix in terms of who gets playtime has been a bit wacky so far, and yeah. it's not been not been super positive for Gushrei. And then obviously they're having the whole support issue thing. So yeah, I'll give it to Philly. Okay. Three. You know what? They get. I'll I'll, give, I'll make it. I'll make it really close for Fusion fans, just to give them heart attacks. We'll go three two.
2: Jesus, you yep. know, same. <coughs> no, I'm Samesies. I'm going
0: three-one for future. I want to know how Yiska thinks in New York will beat Atlanta. Go.
3: <laughs> uh, are we not talking about charged dragons? Just three old dragons. I'm. I'm based. I'm pilled. I, I feel like yeah. I, yeah, I, I, you I,
2: kind of have to. I think. Okay,
3: based. Or not to based in reality pilt um i
2: <laughs> i think there is a reality though that a Prita does play maybe you know clears fleda and i think it could be closer than maybe oh, go- you, okay
0: now i'm not gonna do, i'm Fleta. not gonna do lip now that just dirty disres- you're just disrespecting fleda now okay i
2: i've watched he's this kid a, his entire a,
0: career he has not no, had a good I season agree. i agree he's not, not had but, a good season but but you will you you will no, I okay. respect
2: Lip. I think I think Shanghai still wins on the back of Lip's fucking broad ass shoulders. But I don't like Flutter right now.
0: Right, I, wait, I can't. This, wait, wait, don't even. This isn't even the game we're talking about. It, listen. It, it, <laughs>
3: Look. New York. Like Flutter has already checked out. He he's planning like some hillbilly hand fishing farm or something. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah tell me tell me this new york pill like what what's this new york tip you're on about
3: uh no I, this is just like speedily and cabby. you're getting
2: you're getting this in the the thumbnail by the way just so you know well you're, you're gonna like new york you're just a new york fan. <laughs> why dude like because you are no i haven't decided what it was and you're just a new york fan <laughs>
3: make, make me a rain fan. let's go that seb doesn't... let's
2: go seb
0: okay shout th- out seb shout is, out to the, the only new york this fan is, I know. okay now i have I to overcompensate and say kellen's winston might kind of pound oh no that's, it's that's about the only but that's about that and yaki tracer and that's about it probably for me that's probably not going to be enough right i don't <gasps> no. think that's enough just <gasps> two that? two guys your team is not going to be enough
2: two guys being dudes Mm-mm. Nope. I, I think so this is i guess i go
0: I, I guess i have to you know what but i think new york do some stuff i think this is atlanta three two
3: yeah i don't hate it and unfortunately it's going to be some messy ass game and like it's yeah. going to break NYXL's heart and like Atlanta is just going to bad boy offstage, basically. Bad
0: <laughs> boy offstage? Oh, What's that even? Atlanta will barely win With against New York and they will definitely tweet about it afterwards. <laughs> um Okay, the rest of these games, are they all three zeros or is Houston doing something of the shock? Hell no. So we have Paris, Dallas, Houston Shark, Glads, Vancouver. Are they all 3 yeah. 0? Or is yes. Paris, um, or does Houston I'm gonna, have something to say?
2: I'm gonna take you up on the Glad's Titans game. I think Glads probably drop a map.
0: Yeah. They're gonna do something. That's possible.
2: Okay,
3: fair enough. All right, fair enough. That's, but that's but I think yeah, I would not also get
0: a map. Let's be honest.
2: Eh, it's Houstonable, that's for sure. I'll take that.
0: Yeah. No, I, I won't. I three zero that. Okay. I again the same issues I have with Houston's roster. I just. Uh, Based.
1: I mean, man, You're, <sighs> not wrong. You're not wrong. I don't hate that.
0: i trying to think. Oh, bro. I could also. I could totally also see Houston doing this. This is the most cursed shit ever. They're going to play Merit Sombra and then Dante Doom and just. Oh, like, no. Just slam that square peg in, is what they're going to do. Uh... And the problem with that is, first of all, Doom, second of all, Merit Sombra is just okay. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's like, you favorite. know, people are like, oh, but he benched Kilo. It's like, yeah, well, Kilo doesn't even fucking play Sombra. Merritt's like the last guy is like, oh, you'll do. Like, <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, I, I, you know what? I'm going to do, I'm gonna, I don't even think Vancouver game. I'm going to do three zeros across the board. Dallas three zero, shock three zero, glance three zero. Done. Finish. Thoughts. I
1: agree. Based.
0: Based. No, you don't. Ag- you don't agree. You said Vancouver gonna get one map. Oh, okay. Well, yeah,
3: whatever.
1: yeah. I'm but happy. I respect the boldness.
2: Exactly. Respect.
0: Okay. And that's it. Yeah. Finals games it. got announced. We're not gonna talk about it. It's In Anaheim Convention Center, same weekend as BlizzCon. Same arenas BlizzCon for Overwatch. It's gonna be hype. Uh, I'm gonna try and be there. Hope I'll see oh. you there. And if that will be all, guys, 263 signing out. Boom, done. See you next week.